What's going on everybody? Welcome to the final of the Atlanta Open between Alex Diminor and Taylor Fritz. My name's Cam Williams and we are going to be going through this match in its entirety. We're going to go through every single point. We're going to play by play. All that fun stuff we usually do. We're going to answer questions. If you have any questions, make sure you write them in the chat. Don't forget to like the video and also subscribe if you haven't already. Now, so this match is between two of the younger players on tournament. Uh, on tour, sorry, we've got the 20-year-old Diminor versus the 21-year-old Fritz, uh, next-gen players. So uh, we're going to be going through this, and this is really interesting. We've already had two tournaments overnight being played. Hamburg was won by Basilashvili, who defended his title there. Uh, 500 points there, so we can talk about that a little bit as well. And also, uh, Ramos Vinoles uh, winning in uh, Gestad, so he wins in a tournament as well. We can talk about what's happening this week as well. We've got Washington coming up, uh, and we've got two more tournaments as well. Uh, yeah, so we have plenty to talk about in the tennis world. Uh, looks like players are just about to come out on court now. So the, uh, the number two seed versus the number three seed. Alex Diminor had to beat um, had to beat uh, Opelka to get here, and we'll go through the draw so we can actually get everybody up to speed with what's going on in this tournament because we've been watching Hamburg a lot. What's going on? Statman Pat in the house, as always. Let's try and make the chat work before we get into it. Uh, all right. Let's try and get this chat working. There we go. Oh my God, you look tired. Yeah. This is the first... Uh, this is actually one of the first matches we've done going into uh, a morning match for me. So it's 7 o'clock in the morning right now. I just woke up, so uh, I'll, I'll get a little bit more excited as the match starts, but uh, <laughs> I'm a little bit tired, but that's fine. Getting used to... I've got to get used to this because this is what's going to happen during the US Open and all that kind of stuff. We're going to be getting... Well, I'm going to be getting up at this time uh, and, and doing matches, so it's a little bit of uh, getting used to. All right, let's try and fix the chat for some reason the chat's not working hmm let's see what happens with this it should work eventually all right let's go through the draw and i'll try and fix the chat after that all right so the draw for this event we haven't actually gone through much because like i said we've been going through hamburg uh so as you can see Second round onwards, uh, all the first four seeds got a buy in this one. So these guys, number two and number three seed, they both get a buy in the first round. Uh, you've got John Isner up the top. He lost to Riley Opelka. Surprise, surprise. Three tie breaks. Riley Opelka played a lot of tie breaks. No surprise for him. Uh, he's a really good player, and I thought he was actually going to win this title. But, uh, you know, I'm pleasantly happy that, uh, that Diminor beat him. Being Australian, uh, there's a little bit of, uh, I wouldn't say bias, but there's a little bit of a... Uh, uh, a supporter in me that's going for Diminor. Uh, so you can see there, Diminor had the first round bye. He beat Klein in the first round, 6-4, 6-4. Then he played Bernard Tomic in the second round. Uh, didn't have to play too much because Tomic retired. Uh, you know, surprise, surprise. And uh, and then he played Opelka in the semifinals, which is actually a really, really good match. Uh, first set tiebreak went to Diminor. Uh, then Opelka wins the second set tiebreak. And then Diminor uh, fought out the last set, breaking Opelka and finally winning. Uh, it was a really, really fun match to watch between two of the young players on tour. Let's go to the second half of the draw now. So you've got... Up the top there, uh, well, in the middle there, you've got Herbert. He lost to Popperin in the second round, which uh, was a little bit of a shock loss for him. 
Then you've got Fritz. He went through the qualifier king, who actually beat Dimitrov the day before. Uh, then he beats Ketchmenovic. Again, another player on tour everyone should be watching out for because he is 19 and a real superstar on the rise. Uh, and then you've got uh, Norrie in the semifinals, 6-1-3-6-6-3 for Taylor Fritz. So this tournament was full of next-gen players, which was really fun to watch. You've got guys like Popperin, uh, Umber, you've got Ketchmenovic, you've got uh, Fritz. So there's a lot of good, uh, good young players playing from... Uh, from the next-gen tournament and also, you know, under 23, so it was really good to watch. All right, let's go to the head-to-head -head now. So you can see Dimonov has got a 1-0 head-to-head record against Fritz, but when we go through what match that was, we can decide whether it was legit or not. Um, 20 years old for Dimonov, 21 years old for Fritz. Uh, both, well, Fritz is actually 10 centimeters taller, so Dimonov, one of the shorter players on tour at six foot, uh, which is kind of strange to say, but uh, it's kind of true. And then you've got Fritz at six foot four, the modern day player, about six four, uh, you know, 190 pounds. That you know, that's sort of the modern style of player nowadays. Uh, one title a, a piece uh, this year, so uh, Dimonor won his title at the start of the year. Uh, Fritz won his title just before the grass court season started, and that's their only title they've won this year. So both players are going for their second title in their career, as well as their second title for the year. Uh, and as you can see, 14 and 11 for Dimonor, win-loss record. He's been injured a little bit as well, so he missed a little bit of the clay court season. And then uh, seven, uh, 19 and 17 for Fritz. Let's go to the head-to-head -head matchup now. So like I said, they've played twice. One official match because the other one was in a challenger, which doesn't count as an ATP uh, official match. But the time they played an ATP official match was at the Next Gen Finals. And that has a, a little bit of a different format. You can see there, 4-3, 4-1, 4-2. So I'm not sure how much we actually put into that one because, you know, those fast four matches that they play are a little bit, you know... Uh, you know, 50-50. I mean, either player could win. It probably uh, it could have easily been Fritz winning that day, but uh, Dimonor just played better when it mattered. So uh, this is their first official match, in my opinion, that they're playing. They've obviously played on the grass last year in a challenger. Dimonor winning that one as well. Uh, let's go through the year to date for both players because we've actually not watched these players too much. I know we've watched Fritz. I think we've watched Fritz once or twice, but we haven't watched Dimonor, so there's a lot to go through. Started in Brisbane, lost to Kudler in the first round in a real tight one. Then he went to the. Then he went to Auckland, which was kind of strange. Usually, when you start in Brisbane, you go to Sydney, but they went to. He went to Auckland, got to the quarterfinals, lost to Norrie, but he did beat John Isner, which is a really big win. Uh, then he went to the Australian Open. He beat Norrie, uh, got some revenge in the first round, beat Monfils, really good win there, and then lost to Federer in the third round. Uh, went on to play in Newport Beach, which was a challenger event. He ended up winning the whole thing, uh, beating Kechmenovic along the way. It was his probably his hardest opponent in terms of ranking. Then he went to Delray Beach. He loses to Mackenzie McDonald in the first round. Goes to Indian Wells, loses in the first round again to uh, Steve Johnson. And then again loses in the first round. He started just falling apart a little bit, Taylor Fritz. Losing to uh, Matera in the first round uh, of Miami. Then he went to uh, the Clay Colts in Houston, losing to Granoles in the first round. And this is where I thought Fritz was going to really struggle over the uh, over the Clay Court season. He's got a big game, and uh, sometimes he's not very mentally strong. So I was a little bit shocked that... Uh, uh, I was a little bit shocked what happened next. So he goes and he gets to the third round, beating Diego Schwartzman, Joe Woodford-Songa, and then losing to Djokovic in the third round of Monte Carlo, which was a real surprise. Then he goes to Barcelona. He beats Opelka, and then he loses to Nishikori. Uh, then he lost to uh, Fukina in the second, uh, first round of Portugal. Goes through qualifying 
beats Dimitrov and then again has to play Djokovic on the clay in Madrid. Loses there in the second round. And then he gets to the second round of Rome. So you can see there, a lot of qualifying. He's going to go through qualifying a lot. Uh, he had the ranking of 52 at the time, so not an automatic entry, which is crazy to think if you're uh, just around number 50 in the world, you couldn't get into the into the tournament. That's how strong it was. Uh, losing to Nishikori. Corey. So he's losing to good players on clay. Then he goes to Lyon. He gets to the semi-finals of Lyon just before the French Open, losing to Benoit Paire, who I think won the whole thing. Uh, and then he goes to Roland Garros, losing to RBA in the second round. Uh, and, you know, RBA is a solid, almost a top 10 player now. So, you know, Fritz is starting to, you know, lose to players that are... Uh, you know, really high up in the rankings, top 20 guys. Uh, then he loses to Borna Choric in the second round of uh, the Labima Open. Uh, again, Borna Choric, good grass court player, not a terrible loss there. Then he loses to uh, Roberto Batista Good in the first round of Hala. And in hindsight, that is not a bad loss because RBA went to the semifinals of, the, uh, of Wimbledon nearly well, taking a set off Djokovic. So, you know, not a terrible loss. And then he wins his first title, beating Sam Querrey in the final uh, of Eastbourne. Goes to Wimbledon, loses to Shroof in the second round after beating Thomas Burdich, who was a former finalist of Wimbledon. So again, a not a bad, uh, very good win there, uh, even though Burdich is not the same guy he was. And then he lost to Shroof in the second round. Let's go to Dimonor now. So like I said, Dimonor has had his injury problems uh, had his injury injury problems this year, even though he had a great start to the year. You can see, started in Brisbane, beat a couple of Aussies, and then eventually lost to Joe Woodford Songa. Then he goes to Sydney, wins his first title. He beats Opelka, he beats Thompson, Simon, and also Seppi in the final. So, uh, you know, not too bad there. A couple of good wins. Then he loses to Rafa in the third round of the Australian Open. Uh, just couldn't couldn't compete with Rafa. Didn't have the the weapons to beat Rafa. Couldn't push him around. Rafa just. Had his way with pretty much everyone during that tournament except for the final. Uh, then you got the Davis Cup. He beat uh, Basic in the Davis Cup in Adelaide uh, in the round robin stage there. Uh, then he goes to Mexico. He loses to Zverev in the quarterfinals of Acapulco. Zverev went on to make the final of that event. So again, not a bad loss there. Goes to Indian Wells, loses in the second round. And that's when the injury started to play havoc in, in his season. Uh, he didn't play for Miami, Monte Carlo. Uh, and, and we didn't see him until back on the clay in Portugal. He loses in the first round after coming back from injury. So, you know, uh, you know the clay courts suit his game. But uh, like I said, he doesn't have weapons. So it's very hard for him to, to get free points. If he's injured, it hurts even more. Uh, he lost to Hercax in the first round of Madrid. He loses to Cecchinato in the first round of Rome. So a couple of first round losses on the comeback from injury. Uh, then he goes to Roland Garros. He loses to Corino Busta in the second round after beating Klain. So not a terrible loss there. Corino Busta is a proven clay court player. He goes to the Labina Open. He loses to Jordan Thompson in that one. I'm pretty sure Thompson went to make the final in that one as well. He goes to uh, goes to Queen's Club, loses to Bedini in the first round there. Goes to Wimbledon and loses to beats Cecchinato. No surprise, Cecchinato is not very good, not very good on any other surface besides clay. And then he loses in five sets to Steve Johnson. So a little bit of a disappointing loss there for him because you know he was uh, he was playing really well in that match. I watched some highlights of that, and he probably should have won the match in the end. Uh, but Steve Johnson too good. And now we're at this stage here, as I said, 14 and 11 for the year. All right, let's get the chat up and running because I see there's a couple of people in the chat. What's going on? Let's give some shout-outs before I fix it. Uh, Statman Pat is always in the house. Jordan in the house. Uh, we'll give a prediction in a second. Max, what's going on? Danny P, learning all basic as well. What's going on? All right. 
There we go. What's going on, Ange? In on Twitch. Nice. Twitch land is up and running. I'm trying to fix the chat because it's not working on YouTube, which is <laughs> which is what we want it to what it, want it to do. All right, let me know if it works. Keep typing in the chat if uh, and let me know if the the chat is working. This match should be really good. Yes, uh, it should be. I'm expecting it to go three sets. I think the crowd being on Fritz's side will help Fritz. Uh, Fritz can sometimes, you know, lose his cool a little bit, um, as we probably know. Yeah, this chat is really, uh, it sucks because, uh, you know, I really want the chat to be <laughs> integrated, but uh, we might have to just go with the YouTube chat. Unfortunately, thanks, Angelo, who's over on Twitch. Um, yeah. It gets a little temperamental, this chat. Let me just fix the scoreboard because that is most important there. I've got to fix the flag as well because that is not where Diminor is from. All right, so it looks like Taylor Fritz to serve. So Fritz is going to serve. They're still warming up a little bit, so we do have some time. Let's just fix the scoreboard. There we go. Everything's good. Everything's good. What's going on, Daniela? Random person is in the house as well. It's going to be interesting to see uh, doing this U.S. you know the U.S. hard court season because uh, we've done the European clay court, grass court seasons, which we get a uh, you know a lot of the a lot of you guys from Europe and a lot of uh, you girls from Europe. Uh, sometimes we get some Americans as well because the time works out a little bit. Uh, it depends on how late I stay up, I guess. But it'll be interesting to see how many people we might get a slightly different crowd uh, coming in during the uh, the U.S. Open. So that'd be nice and fun to do. All right, let me just try and fix this chat because uh, it's a real nightmare. <laughs> it's killing me today. What's this chat doing? Now it's got no chat. Well, that's good. <laughs> All right, just bear with me. I'll keep fixing the chat. Let's call this first point, and then we can get uh, we can answer some more questions. All right, is that working now? No. Okay, we'll fix it in a second. All right. So Diminor is receiving Fritz to serve for the in the final of Atlanta. So let's see how this starts off. Looks like Diminor wins the first point. All right. Uh, now let's fix the chat. Don't forget to hit the like button if you haven't already. Uh, what's going on? Good night. Just arrived to Lisbon. Cam just woke up, says Daniela. Yes, I did. I did just wake up. Yes. I uh, got my coffee ready. Uh, this is going to be a, a normal thing uh, going forward is the the fact that uh, I'm going to have to wake up at uh, some crazy hours. I've got the time zones ready for uh, for the US, the US uh, tournaments. And uh, if they start at 7 p.m., it's about 9 p.m. Uh, 9 a.m. my time, which is really good. Anything before that, during the day in America, is like midnight for me. So it's going to be fun and painful and fun. <laughs> so I can't wait. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. All right, let's get this chat working. I'm really... Uh... I mean, this is a big blank screen if I don't have the chat working. All right. Usually it just kind of just goes crazy. We'll just wait and see. 30 all, big point starting this match for Diminor to get an early break against Fritz. Now, watching Fritz in the past, a little bit of uh, 
sometimes he, he loses it mentally. But after winning his first title, he's been pretty solid from what I've seen. So maybe the confidence is there now. Double fault from Fritz, and we have a break point in the first game of the match. I'll keep playing with the chat while I keep talking. I will answer some questions. I'll just have to read them out, and then uh, we'll fix the chat. Daniela in the house, learning or basic in the house. All right, break point now. Second serve goes to the backhand of Dimonor. Backhand now from Fritz, the forehand of Dimonor. I love watching this hardcore tennis. It's so much better than the clay court. <laughs> forehand now from Dimonor. Dimonor again with the forehand to the forehand of Fritz. Both players attacking here. Dimonor is trying to attack, hitting the ball nice and deep. He's on the attack now, looking to come to the net. Backhand again from Dimonor. He's in control. Hits the top of the tape. Fritz comes to the net, and Dimonor hits it into the net. Fritz pumps his fist. Good start. This is going to be a good match. Very excited for this one. All right. All right, let's read some questions. What's up, Jacob, in the house? Um, and then I'll fix the chat uh, as we go. Uh, good night, Daniela. Yeah, Daniela. It's going to be late for a lot of you. Uh, you a lot of the regulars in the house, it's going to be very late. Uh, but a lot of the Americans in the house, uh, we might not have seen you much over the clay court season. So we'll get to, see, uh, we'll get to talk to you guys a lot more as well. Because it's a good time for you guys after work or late afternoon, some of you. Um, do, 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 do. Let's answer what other questions we got. Oh, yeah, that match in the next-gen finals. I remember how crazy Fritz was because Dimonor got to every ball and hitting winners all over the place. Yes. All right, Fritz gets the first game. He's got the crowd on his side, so that is going to help him, perhaps. Uh, I've only seen him play in front, of, uh, you know, in front of European crowds or Australian crowds, so... Maybe the crowd being on his side might make him play a little bit better. Um, <clears throat> what else we got in the chat? Dimonor is slowly getting the attention he deserves. Yeah, I think with Dimonor, the the more you know, the more off seasons he has, the bigger he gets. Like you got to look, he's kind of like I compare him to. Well, a lot of people compare him to Leighton, which is true, but I think he's more like a Jill Simon or a um, or a, a Davidenko. One of those kind of like slim, you know, tallish, but slim, well, not tallish, but, you know, six foot tall, slim kind of guy. Whereas Leighton, towards the second half of his career, bulked up a little bit. Uh, and he was more like a, a Nelbandian or a Ferrer, like a, a solid guy. Whereas uh, Dimonor is more slim. So I think Dimonor should look at guys like, well, you know, Leighton's great to have as a, as a mentor, but I think he should look at and, and look at the career of uh, like a, a a Davidenko or someone like that and just be one of those guys who don't bulk up, just stay slim and just try and get everything back and frustrate your opponents. And when you look at the the guys he's coming up with, Fritz, Zverev, um, you know, some of those guys, they're not, you know, the Djokovic's and the Dals of, you know, yet anyway, if, they, if they're ever going to get there. So I think he can, you know, frustrate a lot of players by getting the ball back all the time because a lot of players will lose, you know, will lose their cool. So... Uh, we'll see what happens, and I'm, you know, it's a nice change because we've got guys like Nick Kyrgios who's a little bit carefree and, you know, maybe doesn't look like he wants to play. Dimonor's the opposite. He wants to play tennis. He he'll win the first point and shout like that's that energy, which is really fun to watch. It's good to have a little different there, and uh, you know, he's a real fighter. He, that's what he what he takes from Leighton is that he's you know he doesn't give up, and uh, that's what a real Australian player kind of 
that's what we're known for, I guess. We're, we're uh, Aussies, Aussies in sport. We're known uh, as the underdogs and never given up. So uh, he definitely fits that mold. Um, what's up, Jacob? Uh, Fritz might win, but it's going to be close. Yes. What's up, Kevin in the house as well? Jackson, what's going on? Dan, what is going on? WWE talk shows in the house. So we're going to get a lot of Aussies in the house too because uh, not only is there an Aussie playing, but because it is, uh, well, if you're on the east side of, Mel- uh, of uh, Australia, it's morning. So a lot of people getting ready for work. A lot of people getting ready for Monday. <laughs> and this is a great way to start your Monday. So make sure if you're in the car going to work, you put us on because, uh, or even if you're at work, put the headphones in, sneaky, uh, sneaky YouTube. And we'll be up and running. All right, Diminor wins the second game, and we are one all second set. Now let's fix this dang chat because it's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me that you guys aren't a part of this chat. Why is this not working? Maybe it's because I haven't got the... Uh, the let me try this. I think it'll work now. I think I got this, guys. It's hard to test the chat when I've uh, before I start. At least I have the microphone on today. <laughs> All right, Fritz gets the first point of the third game. I'm excited to see the the hard courts again. We haven't actually watched a hard court match since we got banned. Knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But uh, we haven't watched a hard court match since the Australian Open, where it was Dimonor versus Nadal, and we got banned halfway through. Some of you might not remember that because it was uh, it was way back when, but um, it was sort of the early days. Well. Not the early days, but the, uh, you know, it was when we were less than 500. There we go. Yes. Come on. Come on. There we go. <laughs> All right. 40 love now for Fritz. Now let's get to the chat. This is the most fun part. This is why I love doing this channel because we have the chat. All right. Close for sure. All right. Let me just fly through these questions. And then we'll get to the ones on the screen. Um, what's up, Winston? Going on. Um... Anyone tell me how old these two are? Jacob, so uh, Fritz is 21 and Dimonor is 20. Also, head-to-head is 1-0 in favor of Dimonor, uh, 2-0 if you count challenges. But um, the only one they've played on a hard court has been a next-gen, was in the next-gen finals. So a little bit of a formatted tournament. Ange, Ange remembers remembers the Australian Open ban. Yeah, Ange, you've been around for ages. I've, uh, I've got to start... Watching the old the old streams and starting to put some of you uh, your originals in in a different category because uh, like you and Max and and Joey Lee uh, some of the uh, the originals or at least some of the some of the uh, twenty eighteen people also WWE talk shows back from back in the day as well he got here uh, way back when as well um, fourth career final for Demonor all on hard courts he's really fast yeah he is super quick. I mean, he grew up in, I think he grew up in Spain. He's Australian, but he, he went over to Spain pretty early on. I think maybe because of his parents went over there or something like that. Um, and he, he grew up on clay court. So he's got a clay court game, but because he's, you know, came back to Australia and we don't have many clay courts here and, you know, we kind of, we're more of a grass court. Uh, you know, that's why guys like Kyrgios like the grass courts uh, because that's kind of what we grow up on the fast courts. Uh, but Dimonor's got both. He's got the defense on the clay court, but he can also attack if he, you know, and, and play well on a hard court too. So it's really fun to watch. Uh, have you already met Dim uh, Alex? No, I haven't. I've never met him. Um, I've never actually watched him live. But then again, he's only twenty years old, so I haven't actually been. Uh, he's only been around for 
two uh, about two years on tour. Uh, last year, this is his biggest year. I mean, last year was his breakthrough, so he he won a lot of matches outside of Australia. But uh, this has been his. You know, we've only had one year of actually getting to watch him and all. So I'll watch him next year for sure. I don't know if I'll meet him, but uh, <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Um, Davidenko was actually re- very powerful for being short player. Yeah, he was, and he actually he won the next gen. Uh, he won the ATP Finals as well. So uh, yeah, Davidenko, throwback Mondays. Don't forget if I do miss your question, make sure you rewrite it because the chat wasn't working before. So I don't want anyone to think that um, that I'm not reading their messages. I'll just give some shout outs so then you guys know that I actually can see what you've written. Uh, Derek, what's going on? Uh, Diminor with the stash. Yeah, he's got the got a little stash going on. Seems like an Aussie thing. I mean, Jordan Thompson's got the stash as well. Thirty love here. Uh, some other other shout-outs. So we said uh, Jackson, what's going on? Head-to-head, yes, we went through that. Who do you think will win? I'm a little bit biased. I'm kind of I'm kind of going Diminor because I really, really like him, and uh, obviously because he's from Australia. And uh, he's one of those players, and I love Leighton Hewitt. I love Leighton Hewitt. So um, he, he reminds me of my favorite player of all time. So I kind of can't not go for the guy. Um, so I am going for going for I'm going for Diminor, but I'm going to call this 50-50. Uh, and, I, you know, I'd love to go to a third set tie break like we did the other night and have a really close match. Uh, that's, that's the main thing. As long as it's a great, a great tennis match and Diminor wins. <laughs> wow, my messages are on the screen as, as well. Yeah, di- uh, yeah, Ange. So we've got the integration between Twitch and, uh, and YouTube is working. Also, if anyone's watching and you do have a Twitch account, jump over to Twitch. There's a link down below. Uh, jump over there because we're going to be doing some different content going into the U.S. Open. Uh, we're going to be watching some uh, some highlights of the U.S. Open to get excited for the tournament. So uh, get ready for that over there. We can't we can't do that on this channel though. Diminor is one of my favorite players. Yes. What's going on, Winston? Yeah, try not to uh, try not to spam the chat. Just want to get everyone's messages on the screen. Don't want to try not to write anything uh, anything you know too many times. But that's cool. Uh, do I play tennis? Yes, I used to. Well, I used to play a lot more than I do now. I, I haven't played for a while. All right, Winston, that's enough. Um. All right, so um. Fritz is a better server than uh, says Daniela. Yes, agree. Do you think? Oh, sorry. Yes, Davidenko for sure. He has everything to disturb Nadal, Djokovic, and. Uh, not giving these guys time to op- uh, operate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, he just gets everything back, and then when you you know when you have to hit one more shot, I mean, with Diminor, you've got to hit like four winners, and for someone like Fritz, it might it might annoy him because he's going to have to play two or three shots more than he would usually play against any other anyone else. Um, do you think that men's tennis could see a lull in interest when Djokovic, Federer, and Nadal retire? Says Jacob. I don't think so. I think it's going to be the opposite. I think we'll get a more interest because uh, because we've had three guys dominate the tour. Mainly, we've had five people, you know, including Murray and Vavrinka, dominate the tour. But th- those three guys winning everything pretty much. Uh, it'll be nice to have you know a Grand Slam champion or a major champion from different countries, which will inspire a lot of people around the world to play. Whereas at the moment, uh, you know. Like Australia, I know has it, and also America. We don't have a champion to to look up to. Uh, we got on the women's side. There's lots of champions from all around the world, but uh, from here, it's uh, 
we don't have it. So uh, I think it'll be the opposite. I think tennis will go up in interest because the big countries like America, Australia, maybe even the UK will get another champion. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah, so Ange just said, uh, do you get Twitch is a little bit more lenient on uh, on their um, on their uh, copyrighted stuff apparently. So I can we can get away with a little bit more. It's all clear to watch highlights over here. It'll be amazing. Yeah, we'll watch highlights. Um, we you know it'll be more like a, a watch a watch along, and we can just all watch and talk about it in the chat and just sit back and listen to the commentary and stuff. So. Uh, we can do that over there. We can't do like live, live matches like this, uh, but we can watch highlight packages and stuff, uh, I'm pretty sure. And if we can, if we get banned over on Twitch, I mean, uh, it's it's not all the end of the world because we do have YouTube, of course. All right, 40-15 now for Fritz. Neither players really had a chance after the first game. Diminor had 30-all in that first game, and besides that, it's been pretty uh, pretty easy on serve. Anyone get that reference, says Jacob. Let's read that reference. What reference was that? Chill, Winston. <laughs> uh, Dan says, uh, Felix, Dennis, Francis, Alex, Taylor won't be long before one of them beats Zverev to a slam final. Alex seems the more consistent and uh, variant and, and with variety. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say, um, well, Sitsipas, you've got to put him there as well. I mean, Sitsipas is one of those guys too. So I think Sitsipas might beat them all to a final. Sitsipas is the real, the real deal. All right. 3-2. But so are the other guys. I mean, Ojalia seems got uh, crazy maturity for an 18-year-old. Um, but I'll, I'm going to... I'd say Sitsipas beats them all to a final. He's already got to a semi-final, so he's only one one win away from a final on a hard court as well. And he's, you know... he's uh, Between him and Zverev, I, I think Sitsipas is better. Medvedev, he's also up there as well, but he's not technically next-gen anymore. But uh, Medvedev's still young. But yeah... Uh, do you think Diminor, Do you think next week Diminor will play Rublev? I don't know because Rublev's coming from Hamburg. So I said in yesterday's uh, pre uh, yesterday's show, t tennis talk show, that I don't think Rublev's going to play uh, this week. And if he does, he's coming off a final on a clay court event. He's going to play in the first round. I don't know. He'll probably beat Tomic in the first round, I'd say, but um, but then he won't beat Diminor, I don't think. Um, what's up, King Novak? Go Fritz. Um, what is going on, guys? Just finished work, just in time. I reckon Fritz will win, even though I really want Diminor, and I think Fritz will win seven six six three. The UK will get another champ. And me, <laughs> nice. I play tennis semi-pro, like amateur, in Aberdeen, London, M uh, Edinburgh, and Dundee. Nice, Jordan. Well, good. I'm glad. Uh, glad to have you. We'll follow your career as it goes on. And if you, uh, you know, get to, even if you get, you know, if you get to challenger level, we'll watch you on channel because we can watch challenges on here. So we might do a live show of your match uh, one day as well. So uh, that'd be awesome. How old are you, Jordan? Are you in your teens? Uh, Davidenko defeated Federer in the 2009 ATP Finals semifinals and Del Potro in the final. And that was the year that Del Potro won the US Open. So, I mean, that's a good win to beat Del Potro. Uh, in the final there. Uh, it's lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, <laughs> says Jacob. Uh, did Rublev win Hamburg? No. Uh, he lost to Basilashvili. Great shot there from Diminor. Um, lost to Basilashvili in the final. So uh, Basilashvili deserved it, though. He played damn well against... Well, not well, but he played... He played... Uh, what can we say? 
didn't play well. He uh, he worked his ass off to win that match against Zverev, and he deserved to win the title. Um, <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? Uh, Pass might not beat FAA again. Pass will be the first next-gen to win a slam, says Daniela. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that Pass has got the... He's got the mentality to win a slam. That's the big. That's the key. Okay, that's the difference between the other. Some of these other guys. He's got the game and the mentality. Uh, so yeah, definitely. Uh, I think City passes. If you put money on it, I'd say City passes the most likely. I wouldn't say he's guaranteed, but I think he's the most likely to win a slam first. And he's proven that he can beat. He beat Federer at the Australian Open this year. That is huge compared to the other guys. Uh, I mean. You know, Zverev's not even made a semi-final of a slam. And I don't think the others have actually beaten one of the big three at a slam. So Pass is a step closer than everybody else, uh, in my opinion. I like how the chat is not on, on one person's side. Some people are on Fritz's side and some people are on Alex's side. Yes, it's very 50-50. Very 50-50. It's good. It's good to see. Uh, I think Pass will, uh, will get to beat... FAA in some way, uh, he just has to find the right formula. Yeah, City Pass struggles against next gen players, which is weird. Except at the next gen tournament last year, but he struggles against Medvedev. He struggles against uh, FAA. Uh, he just struggles against players that are you know on his uh, around his age group. All right, three all first set. Diminor solid. Diminor comes to the net a lot as well, which is really good to see. From a young player, changing it up. I think Pass is more is likely to make a final somewhat soon, and then win a slam in the next couple of years or so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, we'll see how Pass goes next week in Washington. But I mean, if you can make the semifinals of the Australian Open, the U.S. Open is somewhat similar. So uh, you know, watch out for Pass maybe during this uh, during the U.S. Open as well. Um, Aussies are doing well. Gavrilova and Thompson and Diminor are putting Aussies on the map once more. Yeah, Gavrilova not so much. I mean, Ash Barty's probably the probably the uh, the best the best uh, you know of the Aussies for sure. Number one in the world, Grand Slam champion. We don't have any of the, many of those going around. And uh, and then Diminor's for the men's is is probably the is, is I think the top guy. Kyrgios is always fun to watch for me anyway. I like watching him and. Uh, you know, we've got guys like Milman and Thompson and uh, and Popperin. Uh, Kokonakis is still floating around. Um, I'm missing somebody. Uh, and then the women's side, you've got a couple of good players coming up. You know, Gavrilova's solid, but, uh, you know, not a... I wouldn't call her the... You know, I wouldn't put her up there with Barty, but uh, she's definitely solid. So we've got a couple of good players going around. Um, congrats to Mikhail uh, Yamur. Yes! One of our guys... One of our guys, he must have won that challenger event. I think Statman Pat told me that already, but uh, that's awesome. Yes, is he in the top one hundred yet? All right, fifteen all long rally here on the Fritz serve. So this is the time when whoa, what a shot from Divinor! <laughs> he pumps his fist. This is the thing that Fritz is going to have to deal with: is the fact that Divinor is going to get shots that Fritz usually wouldn't see come back. So, and if you've ever played somebody who gets everything back, which I've done that, I've played people like that before, you'll hit a really good shot and expect to be a winner, and then all of a sudden it comes back, and you just get frustrated because you feel like you're playing really well, but you're losing, 
And I think Fritz might have if if Dimonor keeps playing like this, it might affect Fritz later in the in the in the match because uh, Fritz is known to lose his cool at times. And if he's playing well but still losing, then he could uh, lose his cool. How often do we pick a new guy? Um, we've got a couple of new we've got a couple of new players at the moment. Uh, we'll go through that in a second. But yeah, we've got. Uh, I mean, we've got a. We want to try and get players from other countries. We don't want like all American young young players. We pick new guys when we see someone we like. I guess. <laughs> all right, forehand to forehand now. Thirty all, big point. Three all, first set. Neither players had a break point at this stage. All right, backhand to backhand now. Fritz on the run and Diminor wins the point. Gets the event. Uh, gets. To 30-40. First break point of the match. Yamo's 108 in the world right now. Fair enough. What's up, Alberto? Vince, what's going on? Good timing. Uh, perfect time for Australians to watch uh, watch Diminor in the morning. All right. Diminor's jumping around. Big serve now to the forehand of Diminor. What a serve from Fritz. He pumps his fist. That's a great serve to save uh, break point. It's a packed out stadium as well. In Atlanta. It's not, it looks like a nice day as well. It doesn't look too hot. Never been to Atlanta before, but I uh, heard good things. Might have to put it on my list. Um, hey, Cam, what music do you like? Tell us some of your favorite songs. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of... Uh, what have I been listening to at the moment? Um, I'm, I, I like listening to, like, Russ. I don't know if you know who Russ is. Like, hip-hop kind of stuff. But then I mix it up and I'll listen to, you know, 90s music. Sometimes I'll listen to Nirvana. All right, Fritz is challenging. The ball was called out. It looked like it was out. We're at Juice in the first set, 3-0. Very important points here. The ball is... That one's long. You cannot be serious! It was long by a mile as well, so uh, maybe that was just a challenge out of frustration for Fritz. Diminol with a second break point. Keep those questions coming. Don't forget to smash that like button if you haven't already. All right. Big first serve in the net from Fritz. Second serve coming up. The Diminor likes to attack here. Second serve now is a double fault, and Fritz smashes his racket. But Diminor wins the break from a double fault from Fritz, and he bounces his racket. Very frustrated. Tried to go for a little bit too much, so that is the first sign of impatience from Fritz. And that's what's going to happen if uh, if Dimino's going to win this match. He's going to have to frustrate Fritz. And I think that double fault was a cause of the frustration that Fritz is starting to feel. Uh, t title on Twitch is wrong. Yes. Twitch doesn't automatically update, which is a little bit frustrating. But that's fine. I'll, I'll be able to fix that. Um, yeah, the title is Verov or something, isn't it? <laughs> I'll fix that in two seconds. I've got to remember, I'm very new to Twitch, so I'm very, uh, kind of a bit, uh, bit all over the place with Twitch. Also, we had the chat not working properly when we started. Microphone didn't work yesterday. I mean, we were a little bit of a shambles yesterday. Uh, but we should be fine now. Uh, let me fix this. Let me turn that off. Um, I don't know if I can actually get anybody. Is it is it possible for somebody on on Twitch, can I make somebody like a moderator and they can, if the chat, if I forget to do the title, can they fix it? Is that how it works? Because I'm not sure. 
I'm not quite sure, but I'll fix it now so that people know what we're actually watching. There we go. There we go. And let me fix this. So break to Dimonor in the first set here. Big first, first set for both players, of course. There we go. Everything should be updated now. There are a few people in the Twitch chat, which is always good to see. Like I said, we're going to be doing some content on Twitch, which is different to uh, to YouTube. So um, definitely worth having a look over there. All right, let's get to some questions. Answer my question! The question, jerk! Dimonor breaks. Yes, he does. Yes. Uh, he's playing more aggressive. Yes. Uh, so if you want to think how I play, that's sort of like Jerry. So yeah, Jordan, I see that you said you've, you're have 20 years old, uh, played about 17 matches, lost 12 and uh, one 12 sorry lost five favorite courts hard court um nice i often get compared to the scottish as a scottish jerry nice well jerry's a great player so that's a good good comparison i think mods can change titles or at least commands for bots and stuff uh it takes time to get used to yeah once we do some more uh twitch focused content i think um i'll be able to get an idea of how to do it uh, the host looks like T. Fritz. <laughs> I don't look like... Do I look like Fritz? <laughs> I don't look like Fritz, do I? Come on, Alex, says WWE Talk Show. Yes, straight or split set, says Nathan. Uh, I think that it's going to be a three-set match. Um, but... Well, actually, no, I think... If Fritz had won, if Fritz wins his first set, which now he's, he's down 5-3, so it's very hard for him to win this first set. But if he does win this first set, I think then we might go three... I haven't seen Fritz fight back uh, from the matches I've seen him play. Usually if he loses the first set, he kind of just goes away. So I think Dimonor, if he wins the first set, he wins this probably in straight sets. But, I mean, Fritz could win the second set in a tie break or something like that. So maybe three sets. But I think Dimonor's, after winning, if he wins his first set, I think he can go on to win the match. Um, 13 likes, not bad this early in the morning. Yeah, we've... Like I said, we're going we're gonna to have a different crowd uh, coming in at this time. I know in Europe, uh, I don't know if Daniela and Statman Pat can maybe give us an insight, maybe Jacob as well and, and Jordan, let us know. What time is it over where you guys are? Is it midnight? Something like that. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit of a different crowd. The European crowd is asleep. The US crowd and Australian crowds will be awake. I just love, I, you know, I'm just so excited to watch the US Open. I, I rarely watch the US Open because uh, of the time zones, but... Starting this channel, uh, it's going to, you know, we're going to wake up and watch it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, Dimonor in the final without facing a break point in the 32 service games. Whoa, that is an awesome stat, Daniela. Jeez. Sorry, not trying to talk about me. Good match so far. No, that's all right, Jordan. That's cool. I lo we love to hear about everybody, you know. This channel is the people's channel. So you guys, you know, we want to hear about what you guys are up to as well in your lives. It's not all about the tennis. Not all about, um, hardly about me. It's all about you guys. And I want to get to know you guys and what you guys are up to. And especially if Jordan's going to become a professional tennis player. Uh, we want to be able to say, hey, that guy was in our chat when, uh, when we did the live shows. And now he's on TV. All right, 15.30. So a chance for Dimonor now. Dimonor is moving around really, really good. That was terrible English. Moving around really fast. He's moving fast. His movement is good. There we go. That's better. <laughs> Long rally here, and Fritz hits it wide, and we've got two set points. Alex Dimonor, two set points to win the first set here. 
This is an ATP 250. Yes, it is. 250 points for the winner. ATP 250. So the winner of this will get a big chunk of points. And uh, they're, they're both really high in the rankings, almost top 30. Um, Dimonor's been in the top 30 before. And Fritz, I think, is at a career-high ranking after this week. Second serve now for Fritz. Goes to the backhand of Dimonor. Forehand now from Fritz to the forehand of Dimonor. Forehand again from Fritz. Dimonor is trying to attack, but Fritz is doing well. Backhand now sliced from Dimonor. Drop shot from Fritz. Very awkward into the net, and Dimonor wins this first set. Six games to three, and he's going to be serving first in the second set. Good start from Alex Dimonor. Great start for him. All right, let's answer some more questions. Answer my question! The question, jerk! Uh... Fritz says 250 or uh, 500. Yes, so 250. Uh, Vanoles wins in Gestard. Yes. It's uh, nearly 11 p.m., says Daniela. Half 10 here, says Jacob. 11.30 a.m. Uh, p.m. in Sweden right now. Sunday, 10.30 p.m. So Europe, it's a little... like If it's early morning in Australia, it's it's mid, nearly midnight over there. All right, so we're just seeing the, the stats now. Two out of four break points converted for Dimonor. Which is a good little. Uh, that's good for Dimonor because uh, you know he hasn't got the biggest serve in the world, so he does rely on his returns a lot. Uh, so two out of four, and no break points for uh, for Fritz. I don't even think Fritz got to thirty all. So Dimonor absolutely solid on serve. Demon, I guess. Yes. Uh, Steve tried, got himself a big uh, around applause. Okay, fair enough. Uh, it's two thousand nineteen here. Says Jacob. <laughs> uh, Come on, yes. Uh, have you been to uni before, Cam? Yeah, Vince. I I've got a I've got an architecture degree, which comes in real handy. <laughs> which which you know is useless to me now. But yeah, I do. I went to uni. It was good fun. What's up, Ballot Gaming? Uh, Learning on basics says yes. Alex Demon is Demonor's nickname. Yes, the Demon. For obvious reasons, because you know. He's from, uh, he's from hell. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, three aces for Fritz, two aces for Dimonor, two double faults for Fritz. So that is a big, uh, you know, that's a big deal. 25% of first serve points won from Fritz. So that is not good enough. Dimonor making the most of the second, uh, making the most on the second serve of Fritz, which is why he broke twice in that first set. Uh, also, it's only 30 minutes played, so pretty quick. Pretty quick. Not going to show us... Uh, this is the problem with uh, sometimes with the ATP's statistics is they don't show unforced error count on some of their shows, so it's very hard to uh, it's very hard to to uh, to get a feel of the match if we don't know what the winner to unforced error count was. But hey, that's all right. Maybe they'll change it. Uh, Fritz sucks so much. I'm rooting for him. Says King Novak. Fair enough. Uh, who do you think will win or will have a better career out of Kyrgios, Tomic, or Dimonor? Well, Tomic. No chance. And I've said his name a lot, and I'm going to stop saying it now because, you know, we've said, uh, you know, we've, uh, we, we don't say his name, but uh, unfortunately I've said it too many times. But uh, I think I think overall the career, I reckon Kyrgios has the most potential because uh, he's got the game, uh, whereas Dimonos might struggle a little bit over his career because he doesn't have a big enough game to win some of these matches. But I think... Uh, I don't know. I think 
Dimino's got the the focus to have a better career, but I think Kyrgios probably have a better career because of his, uh, yeah, because he's probably uh, got more weapons, and that's probably going to win more free points down the track and that kind of thing. All right, so it is love fifteen. So Fritz gets the first point in the second set. Suns just come out as well in uh, where are we in Atlanta? Um, three sets maybe. Yes. What's up, Rob? Vince says, want to be an architect? I was, I'm 29, so I've been, um, I, I graduated in 2013, uh, and I've, yeah, I've only, it's only been the last year that I have uh, ch changed careers. <laughs> so I used to design buildings. Uh, Dimitor, <laughs> uh, Diminotor. <laughs> Uh, Demon, oh, okay, maybe I'll call him, I'll just call him Alex. Zverev is Sasha, Bublek, uh, A. Bublek is Bublek. And Popperin is Alexi, says Leech, yes. Uh, Hewitt didn't have any big weapons and he became the youngest world number one. True, uh, but Hewitt was, was in a different era. Hewitt was a, a baseliner in a servant volley world. Which, uh, the, and then the baseline, like, Hewitt was ahead of the times. You had Hewitt and Agassi, who never came to the net, and uh, they would always hit amazing passing shots, and that's why Hewitt got to where he was early 2000s. But then you look at after, you know, Federer came around and people started playing on the baseline, Hewitt struggled because, uh, you know, he didn't have the weapons to get free points, and uh, a lot of people stopped coming to the net, so it was harder to hit winners. So uh, that's why... Dimino's going to struggle now because not many people serve volley anymore, uh, and he's going to have to win points uh, a lot harder than it was back when uh, Hewitt came around beating Sampras and those guys in the finals of of those big tournaments. <clears throat> uh, Fritz going to get hammered too, love, says real deal. Opelka did not even break Dimino in the service games. Well, wow, that's pretty impressive. Demon works hard, says Dan uh, DeCastro. Uh, Kiros too talented for his own good. Yes, I agree. Uh, but he might still mature someday and learn to want it more. Yeah, that's true. 40-30. For Dimonor, first game, second set, first set went 6-3 to Alex Dimonor. No break points faced this whole tournament so far for Dimonor. This is the closest game he's had all match on serve. Fritz hits that one wide, and Dimonor coming to the net, which is really impressive. Um... What else was that? Uh, is Alex, is Hewitt by Alex's side? So he's not today, but I think that Alex is, uh, I think Alex and Hewitt work together on big tournaments. So I think during the US Open, Hewitt might be there, but I don't think he'll be there. I know he was there at Wimbledon. Leighton was there. Uh, obviously, Australia, he's there as well, but I don't think he's there uh, every day of the week. I think he's only there for the big events. So the Grand Slam majors. Uh, maybe the one, maybe next week at ATP five, uh, 1000 level, maybe, but uh, it, it seems like Hewitt's only there for the for the majors, which is totally cool. I mean, they're not. It's not his. Uh, it's not his coach. It's his mentor. So it's a little bit different. Uh, why the change of careers, if I may ask? Um, yeah, I just just working in an office kind of just didn't really doesn't appeal to me. I just don't like uh, you know. Office life, I'm not really, as you can tell, like, you know, I want to talk about tennis and talk about things all the time. And when you're in an office, you've got to be quiet and work. And uh, I don't like getting told what to do. <laughs> so that, that's pretty much what it comes down to. I like, I like calling my shots.
typical tennis player. We all, you know, all tennis players, especially if you play singles, uh, we put everything on our shoulders and we, you know, we win and lose by our own decisions. And uh, it turns out that uh, I'm not only a tennis player, I'm also a person like that, that I'd rather make a decision on my own, not get told what to do and, and it be wrong. I'd rather, yeah. So that's why I changed. And, uh, you know, I love to travel uh, and I love watching sports and <laughs> and I love talking about sports and I'd rather do that uh, than draw. I like drawing too, but, you know, you know, I'd rather do this. This is way more fun for me, you know. And I like talking to people. And in, in uh, when you work in architecture, when you work in architecture, you kind of, you don't really talk to people. You kind of just work. And they're long hours, long hours. And, uh, yeah, hard work for not too much reward. And you don't really get to design things at my, at, unless you're like, unless you've got like 20 to 30 years experience, you don't actually get any design input. It's very like, you just have, you're, just, you're an apprentice for a long time. So yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's, I hope that. I can't believe this! That ball is on the line. That's my question! The question, jerk! You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Really enjoying your channel. Thank you, Real Deal. Appreciate it. Hey, $2 super chat. That is awesome. Thank you, Real Deal. You're a legend. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I hope that explained it. I'll try not to... <laughs> try not to go into it too much. But, <laughs> but this is more fun. There are too many architects, says Jacob. Yeah, it's a very saturated field. I mean, back in the day, I think like in the 90s and the 80s, it was a very uh, lucrative job and it was a very uh, specific job. But ever since technology's come around, it's a very easy job. You know, you don't have to draw anymore. It's all computer-based. So it's not as... Uh, it's, you know, you don't have to freehand draw anymore, so it's a very saturated field. Uh, it's almost like the new graphic designer. I mean, my brother's a graphic designer, and uh, anyone with Photoshop could be a graphic designer. Some of, well, you know, there is a skill involved, but um, yeah, my uh, my brother's a graphic designer, and he he works uh, in Canada. But um, yeah, like architecture is kind of going down that that road because the technology is so accessible to everybody that if you can, if you don't have to learn, you don't have to know how to draw anymore to be a, a good architect. You just need to be good at the programs. And uh, if you can use the programs, then you can do anything really. So uh, yeah, that's another reason as well. Whereas it's, you know, very saturated, especially here in Australia, it's very easy to be an architect. Like, it's not that hard. In other countries, you've got to do tests and stuff. Here, it's, it's not too hard. It's not too hard which is probably another reason why it's saturated because everyone wants to do it. Architecture is like different branch in design. With YouTube, you're still dealing with it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, I, I did this whole setup, you know, designed this, and this is... Editing videos is fun. That's a creative outlet for me. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, this setting up this background, uh, doing all this stuff. It's very... Uh, yeah, it's a lot, a lot of fun. And, you know... Gives me something to do creatively as well, so it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, and also, you know, with the soundboard that we've got going on, uh, other stuff that's going to come down the track, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and I love designing all that stuff. So it is still design, but uh, just a different, just not buildings. 
Uh, Kiros and City Pass doubles not against each other. Yeah, that'll be so much fun. Apparently, they're playing the number one seeds and Wimbledon champions, I think. Or Wimbledon finalists, uh, I think someone told me. So it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I think you told me that, Daniela. <laughs> I think you wrote that in the comments. 3015, good serve volley there from Demonor. Um, looked it up. Twitch mods can change titles. Okay. Awesome. Well, we'll look into that going forward, uh, especially going into the next couple of weeks because uh, usually when I go live, I don't, I, I can, I just forget. So if I do make someone a, a couple of mods in chat, I'll, I'll need people to be uh, Twitch only. Like a lot of people have been, like some people might have to stay in the Twitch world for the, for these tournaments, but, uh, or for these matches. But yeah, that'd be cool to have somebody to help me out with that because uh, I won't remember it all the time. <laughs> Unfortunately. All right, 30 all. So a little bit of trouble here on the serve of Dimonor. He's played really well on serve all week from what uh, what you guys have told me as well. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how he can do here because first sign of danger in the match for Dimonor. All right, Taylor Fritz with a headband on in the Nike gear. 45 minutes played, 30 all first, second set, first set went to Dimonor. Big serve now out wide to the forehand of Dimonor. Uh, forehand of Fritz and serve volley from Dimonor. Very nice serve volley. Very risky, but very, uh, very good. Seven, uh, oh, uh, oh, you guys were talking amongst yourselves. Uh, McEnroe won more or less. McEnroe won seven grand slams. Uh, Volander wasn't a serve and volleyer. Uh, and had the baseline, uh, best baseline shots at the time. Yeah, exactly. And he won a lot of titles against those uh, baseliners. Uh, sorry, Sir Volley's like uh, Pat Cash was a good example. I mean, Pat Cash lost a lot of matches to, uh, well, lost some important matches to Verlander because Verlander had the baseline game and, and could pass, you know. I'm not saying that everyone in the back in the day was a Sir Volley, but that was the style of the times. And uh, Hewitt was the, the one of the first... Uh, of the new when, when you look at the changing of the styles Sampras was probably the last true serve volleyer uh, and, and good serve volleyer like champion serve volleyer and then uh, you know Hewitt and Federer and Agassi towards the start of the 2000s and Andy Roddick and, and then Rafa in the 2005 uh, those guys started to you know the baseline game started to change uh, the way to find out the go watch Wimbledon 19 you know, 1995, and then go watch Wimbledon 2005. And you'll see the difference between how, uh, where the marks on the court are in the final. So now it's always the baseline's all dirt. And then, uh, you know, back in the day, it was uh, the, you know, there'd be a lot more, um, this, the grass would be disappearing from a lot more parts of the court because of that. Oh yeah, Tim Henman as well, my bad, Tim Henman. But he wasn't, Tim Henman wasn't a Grand Slam champion. That's what I'm, I meant by uh by he was a great player but he wasn't um because there's a lot of good serve volleyers even now there's good you know there are serve volleyers now but um grand slam champion serve volleyers was the last one would have been the last player that was serve volley champion would have been um sampras i think 2002 2002 sampras won and then after that you've got guys like uh after 2002 it was roddick ferrero uh, federer uh, Agassi, and then obviously now we're into this generation where it's everybody uh, on the baseline. So yeah, 
So Sampras was the last one. I mean, Sampras is the fourth uh, most winning Grand Slam player. So, and was considered the GOAT of tennis at the time before Federer came around. And obviously now the other guys. So yeah, so um, that early 2000s is when the game completely changed to, uh, and that's when technology changed. The rackets went from, you know, there was, you know, the racket technology changed, which allowed more topspin on the ball and all that stuff. So there's a lot of factors that come into it. Um, also, the court's speed are getting slower and slower because that's what baseliners, you know, are into. That one there, that ball was, oh, that one was on the line. That's a good uh, challenge. You cannot be serious. Good challenge there. I think it was from Fritz. And he gets the point. Good challenge. That was called wide. It was very, very close. Let's answer some more questions. Answer my question. The question, jerk. Um, I was sweating watching the Colombians. Great willpower will, will be needed. Yeah. I mean, it would be really fun to see the highlights of that match as well. Also, Fritz is starting to yell and scream, so that is not a good sign. He's starting to break down mentally. Um, and that's what I find with some of these next-gen young guys. They're, uh, I don't know, they just seem to, not all of them, but the majority of them just seem to, you know, lose their cool. I mean, Zverev does it. Fritz does it. Um... Hashidov and Medvedev are, are known to do it sometimes, get a little bit impatient. Uh, Dimonor is pretty solid. And then you've got FAA, he is solid as well. But yeah, sometimes the, the mentality, I mean, it's, you know, they're young. Of course, you know. Of course, they're going to be a little impatient. Um, best thing to do is just enjoy whatever you do and have faith in humans breaking free and what is essentially uh, self uh, to the elites. Uh, okay. Thanks, Jacob. That's, yeah. Exactly. I think the moral of the story is do whatever you want. <laughs> do what makes you happy. There you go. And I love tennis. That was a great shot from Fritz. Too old. Second set. That's why I love doing this channel. Waking up at crazy hours. Watching tennis for five hours straight. That's why uh, you do it if you love it. And I clearly enjoy tennis. Curious <laughs> uh, is going to play... Uh, Kuetskowski, it's a crazy name, and Songer is going to play Schnur, uh, not before 2 p.m. Washington time. Nice, says Leach. Yeah, um, Diminor, uh, not Diminor, Kira should win that match, and then he should go on to play because he, he plays a seed in the next round, I think. Boris Becker was a serve volley maestro, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, Umber pulled out of Washington, okay, so he's not playing Songer anymore. Uh, Songa will play a lucky loser, I, I suppose. Tennis isn't getting slower. The courts are getting slower, and the technology is make, getting better, making them hit harder. Yeah, so it's sort of like they're evening it out by making the courts slower so that the technology doesn't make the ball, like, doesn't make it into a serving, you know, the servers win all the time, I guess. Uh, but to be fair, Federer, Djokovic, and other greats were like that at their age. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, Federer is a great example. Federer is the greatest example of... Someone who was, you know, 21, 22, and just losing his mind, breaking his rackets. He would smash rackets like Marat Safin. Like, he was super angry. Uh, and then, uh, with the death of his coach, that sort of changed his mindset, and he became who he is now. So, uh, there is, you know, I don't know if you can attribute that to... I mean, Federer's even said himself that, you know, after the, after the death of his coach... 
that's when he decided, well, you know, I've got a lot of potential here. I'm not going to waste it. Like this guy put his effort in, he put his life into me, uh, you know, becoming a great player. Now let's prove him right and let's do, you know, let's get our shit together. So, uh, you know, a, a huge tragedy for Federer turned him into the player he is today, and the champion he is now, right? So, you know, I'm not saying that everyone needs that motivation, but, you know, it, it uh, guy, a guy like Zverev, who has lots of potential but just hasn't got the mindset, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you need uh, something bad to happen to to make you realize I've actually I'm actually good at this game and I'm a, I'm a chance. But yeah, we'll have to wait and see. You know, not everyone needs that motivation. It's all about maturity. I mean, maybe he gets the twenty. Some one of these guys gets to twenty five and then snaps out of you know their their uh, you know angry ways and they become a you know you can become a champion being angry. I mean, you don't have to be. You know, Federer, Nadal, you can be Murat Safin. You can be, you know, uh, passionate and angry and still win slams. Safin won too. So uh, you can still have the uh, the aggression. You don't have to be a, you know, a, a mild-mannered, you know, uh, mentally strong warrior. You can, you can, you know, throw rackets and stuff like that. So, but yeah, Federer, yeah, Federer changed. Biggest change from, from, uh, <laughs> From a guy who used to throw rackets like more than anybody to uh, to someone who I don't think I've seen throw a racket since 2005. Um, why did Nishikori withdraw? Anyone know? Yeah, I'm not sure. I heard about that as well. Uh, Federer pretty aggressive on grass, but you're right. No one like Edberg than Sampras, except Max Murney. He overdoes it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Max Murney is very niche, uh, very niche name to bring up because uh, not many people would know who he is, but. Uh, to put him in there with Ed- Edberg is a little bit strong, but uh, yeah, you know, I agree. There's a there's a bunch of, I mean, uh, Misha Zverev, uh, he can serve volley a lot. Uh, Choppel, he's another serve volleyer that uh, comes to the net on second serves and stuff like that. So there's a couple of them. Uh, Edberg was the best serve and volleyer who we'll ever see. Greatest reactions ever. But is also very good. Edberg had less power than Becker and Sampras. Typically, Becker would win against Edberg. Pardon me. Sorry, guys. Still waking up. It's 8 o'clock in the morning here. You'll find out pretty quick that I'm not really a morning person. <laughs> so it does take me a little bit of coffee to, to get awake. But that's fine. My eyes probably tell that I'm a bit tired. Um... I didn't watch Edberg, obviously, but the greatest of all time for me was Sampras and Federer, of course, yes. Becker was famous for his dives. Yes, he was. I mean, people, players are starting to bring that back. I mean, some of these young players, Sitsipas, he he likes to dive. Uh, you see uh, guys like Zverev, he, he's done a few dives. Even Djokovic did a couple of dive volleys in the final of Wimbledon and won the point. It's one thing to dive. It's another to win the point. But uh, Sitsipas has done some good dive volleys. Watch his highlights for that. Um, Federer did break his rackets in Miami 2009 against Djokovic. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't seen that. I remember the last time I watched him really smash a racket was at uh, Miami 2005 against Nadal. That's the last time I saw Federer really break a racket. But um, he, I'm sure he's done it since. Federer and Murney were best friends. Won Miami together. Yeah, yeah. I think Max Murney's nickname was the Beast. I think it was the Beast. Um. All right, good ace there from Fritz. Three all, thir- uh, second set. First set went to Dimonor, six games to three. 
And Fritz is hanging on here. I mean, he's been playing a solid second set. Um, do you think Dimon or FAA ever in their careers will start getting angry like swear and yell at the chair umpire and smash rackets? No. It's very rare that if you've got the mentality, a solid mentality like a you know like a Diminor, like an FAA, it's very rare that you'll go to uh, you'll you'll as you get older you go backwards uh, or like you mentally go you know you turn from a from a mild mannered solid mentally solid player to a an aggressive uh, racket smashing player. It's very rare you go that way. Uh, maybe you do it out of frustration because you become uh, you know. With age, you lose. You know, you lose a lot of. Uh, you lose your ability to play, but it's very rare that you have someone start start really, really mentally strong and then turn mentally weak. It's usually the opposite. You usually start. You know, mentally you struggle and then you get better. It's very. I've never. I, unless someone can name in the chat, I can't think of anyone who's actually started off like solid as a rock and then gone backwards and ended their career as like an aggressive throwing rackets player uh, have you ever seen uh played with a wooden racket no i haven't but uh i can imagine <laughs> maybe i'll do a video of me uh me and my friends playing tennis with wooden rackets i gotta go find some but uh it'd be fun to watch oh well fun to fun to try i'm sure i hate it <laughs> i'm sure i'd i'm sure i'd uh i'd just get really frustrated um Sizzy Pass does serve and volley and dives. Yeah, true, Daniela. Becker head-to-head with Edberg was 25-10. and 10. Wow. That's almost like a Federer and Nadal head-to-head. Crazy. Um, last time Federer smashed a racket was 2013 against Djokovic in Indian Wells. So there seems to be a theme. He throws his racket against Djokovic. But still, that's almost like, what, over nearly six years of not throwing, well, that we know of that we can remember not throwing a racket. I'm sure he's thrown a racket since, but uh, like you said, Cam, uh, what did we say? What did I say? Oh, City Pass, uh, serve all. Yes. Agree, yes. Um, Edberg won more slams. Uh, one more Grand Slam matches, 3-1. Fair enough. Uh, but Borg was the coolest player on court. Never broke a racket, keeping all his emotions within. Yeah, well, that's, you know, I think well, Nadal. That's why Nadal's compared to him so well. All right, 30-all here. Diminor at the net. Backhand lob from Fritz. Fritz is still in this point. Diminor with another spash. And Fritz hits it in the net and throws his racket. Fritz is starting to lose his cool. I mean, he's he's doing everything here, Fritz. And he just can't get the points. He can't even get a break point, let alone a break. So, uh, you know, he's going to have to play tie breaks. And I think he needs to know that. Fritz needs to play like he's going to make he's going to win the tie break. He can't. I feel like if Fritz gets annoyed that he's not breaking Diminor, even though it's very annoying to play someone like Diminor because he doesn't have a big game. So you, as soon as you go, well, you know, as soon as you see, oh, well, this guy doesn't have any big shots. I should beat him. That's when you lose because uh, you underestimate him. All right, we are at, was that long? I thought that was long. All right, backhand now from Diminor is long, and now it is juice. First time in the match, I think that we've gone to juice on the Diminor serve. But like I said, I think Fritz needs to uh, Fritz needs to either focus on a tiebreak and just win his serve and then win in the tiebreak. He should win the tiebreaks because he's got a uh, he's got a bigger serve and if he, you know, wins some free points in the tiebreaks and maybe gets a, a a mini break, he can do it. All right, we are at juice 3 all second set. An advantage now for Diminor, so a good serve. 
Good serve. A little bit of a delay on the buffering here, but that's fine. Um, what else we got? Federer never uh, never met Djokovic in. Okay. All right. So advantage now for Dimonor. Three all. Six three was the first set score for Alex Dimonor against Taylor Fritz. Also, if anyone out there is a coffee sponsor wants to sponsor the channel, I'm all up. I'm all uh, all up for that. <laughs> we still need a coffee sponsor, and I will promote your coffee and drink it every single day, especially during the next couple of weeks because it's going to be very early mornings. Uh, I'm weirdly excited about it because uh, I can't wait to like wake up at three in the morning to watch tennis with everybody. Uh, you know, most people would be crazy, would say that I'm crazy, but hey, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, this very uh, serve volley, Dan's serving volley has helped Roger Federer as he gets older. Uh, but he came to the net one too many times against Djokovic in the uh, on the first two match points that cost him the title. Yeah, I agree with you there on the title. Yeah, he does. Uh, he comes to the net a lot more because uh, that's why he's what thirty eight almost and still playing because that and the fact that he doesn't play on clay. Uh, that's, you know, he shorts the, shorten the points because, first of all, he had to do that against Nadal because Nadal is a beast at the baseline. You can't beat him on the baseline unless you're Djokovic or you have a big big game like Del Potro. But uh, you know, Federer adapted to beat, uh, beat those guys and also um, to shorten the points so he can actually play longer. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree that in the final of Wimbledon, there was some there was some strange tactics for Federer towards the end of that match. Uh, serve volleying when you like on second serves and stuff like that. When you really that's you really shouldn't <laughs> you really shouldn't have done that. Um, I mean, I guess like trying to the element of surprise, but yeah, I I, I don't think it was a smart move. And in hindsight, obviously, it wasn't. What's the point of breaking rackets? It's just stupid, yeah. Well, I learned my lesson very early on about uh, smashing rackets. I think I was like 15, and I broke a racket in a, in a final of a tournament that I was losing. And uh, and uh, I broke my... Well, I, I didn't break my racket, but I smashed it, and it cr I cracked my racket, and, uh, and it kind of bent it out of shape. And my parents said that, uh, oh, okay, well, you know, we spent money on that racket, and uh, that's your racket. So you're gonna to have to use that now. Uh, so I had to use a broken racket for a while, and I learned my lesson. Never, never smashed a racket since. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, good lesson. If you're if you're playing tennis, tell your parents. Or if you're a parent and you're and you're uh, you've got kids playing tennis, if they smash their racket, tell them to play with a broken racket, and you will be fine. But yeah, I remember. Uh, I think I still have that racket. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I, I haven't broken a racket since. My friend broke his hand. That was funny. <laughs> He's in a final wheel playing. And he uh, he went to bounce. Uh, you know how you can bounce the ball, uh, try and pick the ball up by bouncing it off the ground? He smashed his hand on the ground and broke his knuckles because uh, he was losing. And uh, he had to retire and go to the hospital. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. He'll, uh, he's hilarious. That was funny. He'll never forget that. He actually, I might actually be playing tennis with him. So you might actually see him on the channel. Uh, if I do some tennis content like that, but yeah, smashing your racket, it's uh, it doesn't help you really. It doesn't help you. 
Fritz have, have to break here. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't break. Four all second set. So Fritz, Fritz has been serving a lot better in the second set. I mean, he's, he's probably, you can't say the stats, but I think that he would be the better player in the second set. I mean, serving better, winning easier points. And Dimonor's been in trouble on serve a couple of times. So I think maybe, uh, you know, Fritz, if we get to the tie break, like I said, Fritz might be able to sneak it out here. Um, I guess I never saw Federer breaking records. Yeah, he does it like once every blue moon, so it's crazy. Uh, last time Federer broke a record was 2009 Miami. Uh, it's a childish behavior, yes. Uh, when Borg uh, broke, his rack, uh, broke his racket age 12, he got suspended for six months, and he came back. He never opened his mouth and thrown a racket again. Yeah, it's good. it's good to have. I mean, you know, there's no point in throwing your racket. Your parents did not buy you multiple rackets. No, this was, uh, no, Derek. Uh, back in the day when I was like 14, 15, I only had one racket because uh, you know, it was only when I turned like 17, 18 where I had like two of the same racket just in case I broke a string. But back then uh, when I started, it was, uh, you know, one racket. And uh, yeah, I don't think, maybe I bounced a racket on the ground. I don't even think I did. I can't even remember the last time I bounced a racket on the ground. I just didn't get angry when I lost uh, points, you know? Because I'm a, I'm very much like Alex Diminor. I'm, I'm not a tall player. I don't have many weapons. I'm very quick around the court. Uh, but, you know, I couldn't afford to have a, have a, me a weak mentality because I didn't have the weapons to back it up. You know, if I had a big serve then maybe I could have got away with getting angry. But uh, if I got angry, then I lost my edge. That was my edge, being mentally strong. So, um, you know, so uh, I never really got angry because I uh, <laughs> I couldn't afford to do that. Otherwise, I'd, lose ma I'd start losing matches. All right, Alex Dimonor now 5-4 second set. One game away from the title, which is crazy. I uh, can't believe Cam did break a racket. Yeah. Yeah, it was only once. I've never actually like completely smashed a racket to pieces. Like I said, it was only a little bit of a crack in the racket, but it bent it out of shape, and it was impossible to use. Like it was, you know, I tried, but yeah, uh, I never, I have never broken a racket in my life, but I've thrown a racket a couple of times. Yeah, I think I've like since bounced rackets on the ground, but but yeah, I'm, I don't think I've, I can't remember the last time. I haven't played tennis for a while either, but. Uh, Maybe I've hit the fence or hit the net with my racket, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just never, never got angry. Um, I have about six rackets in about 10 years playing or seven rackets in about 10 years playing. Yeah, fair enough, Statman Pat. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I can look, I'm looking at my racket just now. Uh, Wilson, BL, uh, BLX, 6-1 team uh, is my racket. I think I've got two of those. And uh, I used to have two Encode K-Factor rackets, which was mid-2000s Wilson rackets, which Federer used to use. Uh, well, probably still uses, but just a different color now. But um, yeah, I used to have, I think, my, I think I used to have about four rackets in my bag at one time, which is way more than you need for, for someone at my level. <laughs> but, you know, two of the same racket with the same strings. In case you break a string, you need to change it. Yeah. What's up, Brawl Stars HD? What's going on? That's okay. De Thanks, Daniela. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, uh, it's funny because, yeah, when I when I played tennis, it was just funny to watch uh, 
I like I loved watching somebody lose their cool against me because I knew that I was going to win. I, it would kind of, you know, it's like playing poker. If someone starts like losing their cool, you know that you've actually gotten their heads, and that's when you you're going to win. So yeah, it's kind of and UFC is very similar to tennis in that way. I like the fact that you know, you know, the psychological warfare behind you know is is it's not really spoken about in tennis, but it's there. Uh, you know, mental strength is is a big deal, but they don't. No one really talks about it too much. Um, I just love that whole like sports psychology thing, and the fact that you know, uh, to watch someone lose their cool and you kind of know, okay, I've got a, I've got the upper hand here. I'm affect my what I'm doing on court is affecting their uh, is is getting in their heads. So it's always good. Anyways, um, if I missed your question, make sure you rewrite it. I know there was. A little bit of troubles at the start of the stream with uh, with the chat because uh, Twitch and YouTube, the whole chat was a little bit all over the place, but we're all good. Another good service game for Fritz. Easy service games for Fritz. So watch out on the tiebreak if we get there. Good save there for Fritz. I mean, he was serving to stay in the match. First set, Diminor 6-3. Five all in the second set here. Uh, I've never gotten tennis rage, only ever played for fun. Yes, Jacob, nice. Uh, I actually, uh, I am actually a cool guy on court, like Borg, which is a Swedish mentality. Yeah, I think you know, you know, I think different countries have different mentalities as well, which is you know, it's a it's a thing. Like Australians, we're known, well, maybe not all of us, but most of us are known for our um, our fighting ability. Like we're never out of it until the match is over. Uh, not just tennis, but other sports as well. We always like to be the underdog. Um, you know. We always fight to the very end. It's actually, it's funny because if we see a player like Voldemort, who we don't talk about, or Nick Kyrgios not trying, the reason Australian media gets so angry is because where we pride ourselves, like our country prides itself on never giving up and always playing, you know, even if you're losing, playing like, you know, you can win this match. Like even if you're down six love, six love, five love, uh, you still play like you're, you kind of come back and you're going to win. So uh, we pri that's our kind of mentality, our like, you know, grit and determination. And Diminor completely embodies that. And also uh, Ash Barty, she, you know, she's like that as well. Uh, so yeah, we have that mentality, whereas the Swedish mentality might be a little bit more uh, Borg-like, <laughs> very relaxed and chilled, um, you know. There's, yeah, it's it's kind of strange that that's how that works, you know. Um, what else we got? Uh, different players, different personalities. Look at Milos Raonic, big uh, big game, never angry. I wish he would. <laughs> Says Dan. Yeah, I think uh, it's so. It's a six five, by the way. Uh, it's funny because Milos Raonic is almost like he is. I think inside, he gets so fired up. And that you'll see, like, watch. I watched the, him play Stan Wawrinka at the Australian Open. And he was so cool and calm during the whole match. And it was so close. Like, it was super close, that match. It could have gone either way. And when he won match point, he gave the biggest yell and scream as if he, you know, it was crazy. Like, the complete, like he flicked a switch from going, like, no emotions to, like, all that emotion. And it was like, so inside, you can tell that he's got a fire inside of him when he plays even though some people call him boring and a surf bot and whatever but you can tell that like he's 
he's got the fight in him and he's and he's fired up uh, even though he doesn't show it so yeah it's uh it was so fun to watch i like watching ryanish because i know i know that even though he looks like he doesn't care and he look what well, looks like he's not he's not worried but inside he's like burning up inside it's really uh, you know so i know that intensity what's up nathan richards in the house what's going on i did use nadal's 2010 babalot racket um that he won the U.S. Open with, okay. Yeah, he did use that for a while, like for about f- five years. He used that yellow racket the whole time. Um, now he's on to something else, I think. Um, maybe tiebreaker in this set. Yeah, well, Fritz is serving to stay into it, into the second. Ugh. Let's try that again. Fritz is serving to stay into the in the second set. Great serve from Fritz. He's hitting a lot more aces, a lot more free points. So the tiebreaker is going to be crucial. Uh, for this one. But like I said, I think if even if Fritz wins his second set, I think Dimonor can still win the match. Uh, just Fritz has been playing really well this set. Starting to make his make his shots. Now that Fritz is at the net, Dimonor tries to pass him. Fritz with a nice volley. Good energy from Fritz. Pumps his fist. Um, did you watch Sosa defeat RBA at, at Gestad? Too bad he lost to a lower rank player after that. Yeah. Uh, massive win for Sosa. I mean, he's been on such a good uh, good run. I think he's inside the top. He's uh, he's almost inside the top forty again. So great for hitting there from Fritz. Good uh, winner, and we're at forty love. So let's get ready. Keep your questions coming. But yeah, Sosa's been on a good uh, good little run lately. All right, one point away from the tiebreak here. You know what happens when we get to the tiebreak. And that one goes longer. We are in the tiebreak. Everybody, you know what to do. All right, so pick a score, pick a player. Down the track, we're going to have some prizes for this, so we're just warming up. Pick your score, pick your player. Who's going to win the tiebreak? What's going to be the score? Is it going to be 7-4, 7-5, Fritz or Dimonor? Is it going to be 7-1? It was going to be a close one, 8-6. Let me know in the chat, and I'll let you guys know what I think in a second. All right. So like I said, I thought that Fritz had to focus on the tiebreak. Just get to the tiebreak and win that. And he's got there so far. All right, 7-5 says Fabmeister for Fritz. Statman Pat, the king of the tiebreak game, says 7-4 Fritz. 7-4 Dimonor says Brawl Stars. Uh... 7-3 says Daniela for Fritz. 10-8 uh, for Alex says Dan. Uh, there's a challenge coming up. That ball was on the line. Shot flew up. Ooh, was that a double fault from... I think that was a double fault from Dimonor to start off the tiebreak. Not a great start. Serious. All right, so we've got... Uh, Real Deal says 7-5 Alex. 7-5 Fritz says... Uh, I want to say Jesus, but I think it's Jesus. Is that how I pronounce it? Let me know in the chat if I pronounced it right. Uh, 7-5 for Dimonor says Jacob, 7-5 Fritz says Leech. I'm going to go with, uh, ooh, I'm going to go 8-6 Dimonor, and I think Fritz gets a set point, but then Dimonor ends up winning the match. I think 8-6 Dimonor. And I actually, I, I saw that I got the, uh, the tiebreak game right for the first time in the last, in my last match, so I was happy about that. We're back at one all, mini break is back in Dimonor's pocket. Oh, sorry, not the mini break, the mini break has disappeared from Fritz. Learning on basic 7-5 Dimonor, okay. A lot of 7-5s. A lot of people seeming uh, seemingly going for Dimonor, even though it's a lot of Fritz as well. I mean, it's close. This set's been been Fritz's set. I mean, he's played a lot of, a lot better, but maybe that might hurt him in this tiebreak. All right, let's call some points here. Backhands now from both players. Backhand to backhand now. Slice backhand from Dimonor. Good change up. 
Fritz now with a forehand in the open court. Diminor on the defense now. Fritz hits it in the net, and we have a mini break for Alex Diminor. Alex Diminor is now up two points to one after losing the first point with a double fault. No player, uh, neither player so far has won a point on serve in this tie break, which is kind of crazy. Fritz is visibly looking angry as well. So he looks frustrated. He knows he played better in this set. So he's just not getting the free points that he probably would have expected against most other players. Um, what else we got? What are we doing here? Da, da, da. Let me just fix something. Um, there we go. All right. All right. Fritz hits that long and we're at 3-1 in the second set tiebreak. Uh, only you and I picked extra points tiebreak. Yeah, Dan. Uh, even though Diminor is up 3-1, I still think that Fritz can, you know, get one of these points back because Fritz is the can get more free points, whereas Diminor fights for every point. So that's why I think Fritz can get back here. But uh, usually in tie breaks, you you usually favor the bigger hitter. But uh, I mean, Diminor is pretty solid. Diminor at the uh, sorry, Fritz at the net now puts away the smash, and Diminor almost gets decapitated, <laughs> and we're back on serve three-two. Uh, let me just try and fix the chat. Da, 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 da. The scoreboard's a little bit fast, so I'm trying to just fix that. So bear with me for a second. 3-2 uh, on serve. Sorry about that. 3-2 on serve. Keep your questions coming as well. We might be going to a fifth set. Let's oh, a fifth set. Third set. All right. Fritz serves down to the forehand of Diminor. Backhand to backhand now. Forehand from Fritz is wide. We've got a challenge. That ball was on the line. Shock flew up. So Fritz, after getting the mini break back, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. And that one is wide. You cannot be serious. All right, so 4-2, they change ends. Um, no, yeah, so 7-3 for Fritz is off the table, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, we'll talk about it maybe if this, after this set. We'll talk about what... Uh, we've got some plans for the tiebreak game. It's going to be a lot of fun what we're going to do in the future. Tiebreak game is going to be a little bit more... Uh, there's going to be a little bit more on the line than just bragging rights. So uh, <laughs> we'll keep up to date with that one. That's going to be fun. Going to make it a little bit more interactive for you guys too. So, um, All right, let me just try and fix this so I can get the scoreboard in line because there's nothing worse than the me calling the shots after the point's being played. All right, 5-2 Diminor. He's two points away from this, from this match. And they're both on his serve. So he's got two points to win this match. All right. Alex Diminor, two points away from the second career title. 5-2 in the tiebreak. Like I said, Fritz has been better in this set. Diminor has been better in this tiebreak. But not by much because, uh, you know, Fritz was uh, playing pretty well at the start of this. All right, here we go. Big serve coming up from Diminor. Big serve down to the forehand of Fritz is long. And we have four match points for Alex Diminor to win his second title of his career and of the year. All right, four championship points for Alex Diminor. The demon. The Aussie demon. Keep those questions coming. We are going to be talking a little bit after the show as we usually do.
All right, here we go. Alex Diminor, big serve out to the forehand of Fritz. Serve volley from Diminor. He hits the volley in the open court. He wins the title. <laughs> and he screams and points to his coach's box. Alex Diminor wins his second title. Come on, Aussie. There we go. They embrace at the net. But Alex Diminor, <laughs> you little beauty. Champion. <laughs> he puts his hands in the air. He is the Atlanta champion. He wins his second title. We'll go through the live rankings as well because uh, you know, there are some changes. That's awesome. He's back. He is back in business. Awesome. Watch out for Alex Diminor. He took Marin Cilic to five sets at the US Open last year. So definitely somebody to watch for as well. So good. <laughs> go Diminor. Great guy. Australia, great future. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, great. Uh, he's a great you know, uh, he's a great ambassador for the game for Australia, for sure, for the men's side. Uh, man, I was not expecting that. Yeah, the tiebreak score was huge. I don't think it, did anyone pick it? Did anyone pick the score? Was it like seven two? Did anyone pick seven two Diminor? I don't. Uh, there was a lot of close ones. Uh, seven two Fritz, I think, was one, but uh, seven two Diminor. Did anyone get the tiebreak game? Might be the first time we haven't got a winner. Uh, Fritz has no weapons, says Max. Oh, okay. It's funny, Max, because as soon as I mentioned the person with the bigger game in the tiebreak uh, usually wins, uh, you you don't agree. So I know that you that you agree that maybe the bigger server doesn't have uh, the advantage. But yeah, it's funny that you jumped in at that time. But what's up, Max? It's good to have you. Good timing too, because the match just finished. Um, weirdest tiebreak this week was Hamburg final, uh, deciding set five two. Sasha loses five points in a row. Big choke from Zverev. Uh, 11 tourneys straight. Great title for Diminor, yes. Yeah, well, yeah, we watched that match, and it was actually really entertaining, but, uh, yeah, not great for Sasha there. Congratulations, says Bra Brawl Star. Yes, Alex, says Learning or Basic. Katarina in the house. Diminor, it's like Hewitt back in the day. Yeah, that's why I like Diminor, because I loved uh, Leighton Hewitt. Leighton Hewitt was a little bit more... I feel like Leighton Hewitt was a little bit more... Uh, I don't know. Like, Alex Diminor's aggressive and very similar to Leighton, but Leighton seemed a little bit more aggressive. Uh, with his come-ons and a little bit more like uh, combative where Alex Diminor seems like a little bit nicer, a little bit more, uh, less aggressive, less intense. Maybe that's what I mean. So there's intensity, but there's not like uh, anger, if that makes sense. Leighton looked a little bit angry, which was why I loved uh, watching him. Uh, terrible tiebreak for Fritz. Yes, Danielle. Yes. No one picked it, says Statman Pat. Yes, says uh, Vince. I thought Fritz would win this one. Well, yeah. Awesome for tennis, for Aussie tennis especially. Um, play terrible in the tiebreak, Fritz. Yeah, Fritz won. You know he, you know, gave away so many free points. Uh, he shouldn't have done that. Sorry, I was late. No worries, Max. That's cool. You're here now. We will stay, stick around for a little bit and uh, talk about this match. We'll talk about what's happening next week as well. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more of the tennis. Uh, no bias at all from Cam. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little bit of bias. I mean, like I said uh, at the start of the show that, um, you know, I want Diminor to win because I, I, you know, he's Australian. So there's a little bit of a bias there. But, um, you know, Fritz, Fritz played really good in that second set. And he probably should have won the second set. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Alex Diminor faced no break points for the entire tournament, which is ridiculous. That's crazy. Crazy. Uh, U.S. players hate tie breaks, says Max. Yep, fair enough. Uh, two titles this season for Diminor. Yeah, both on hard court as well. So uh, kudos to him. 
Also, I think he's beat Opelka in both the tournaments he's won the title. So, interesting. Um, I was about to write 7-4 Diminor, but changed to 7-4 Fritz last minute. But I was wrong. Well, I said 8-6 uh, Diminor, so I was nowhere near. Nowhere near. <laughs> uh, Fritz played terrible tiebreak. Alex wears terrible mustaches. <laughs> yeah, he's got one of those, like, you know, teenage mustaches where it's like he's, he's you know, got the first, first sign of facial hair and he's grown like a... A Justin Bieber moustache. <laughs> like it's very, <laughs> it's very funny. But hey, you know, getting ready. He's. It's almost like he's preparing for November, three three months ahead, so that when he gets to November, he looks like he has a moustache. So, good on him. <laughs> I can't grow one. Look at mine. It's terrible. I'm 29. Um, I think Diminor is better than Fritz in the baseline. Yeah. Well, he definitely was more consistent. Um, Alex's success with doubles. Had me thinking it would happen soon. Yes, fair enough. Learning or basic. Fritz won in Eastbourne. Yes, uh, Daniela. Fritz won in uh, in Eastbourne. Uh, so the the grass courts, faster courts, free points. I think that is why Fritz won that. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how Fritz goes on the hard court because he won't get as many free points because the courts aren't as fast. So uh, Dimonor is a beast on hard courts, says John. Yes, uh, Malazan. I wouldn't call it that. I would say that you know it's a it's a teenage mustache. It's not it's not a it's not a big stash. It's not a Steve Johnson mustache. Um, Diminor is still better than Fritz. Two one titles. Yeah, fair enough. I don't think anyone's arguing that he's not better than Fritz. <laughs> um, but seven wins in the tiebreak tie game is good for me. Yeah, Sam Pat, you're still the king of the tiebreak game. So uh, don't worry about that. I mean, I've won one. I've got one tiebreak game right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, hardcore definitely is Alex's best surface. Says Katarina, yes. Washington is stacked. So many live shows. Yeah. I can't wait for... Oh, I can't wait for Washington. I can't wait. Also, we've got... Dim, uh, not Dim, not Dominic Team playing in uh, Kitzbühel or uh, uh, Austria. So we might watch some of him as well, depending on the time zones. Uh, but, yeah, we've got a lot of... It, it'll be tricky because I... There's a certain point this week, because I've got a lot of things on this week, uh, from like 9, nine o'clock onwards, I won't be able to do many, uh, 9 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock onwards, I won't be able to do live shows uh, for this week, so, um, but today I can, but uh, from tomorrow onwards, I won't be able to, until until the weekend, then the weekend we'll do the finals and probably the uh, semi-finals, quarter-finals of Washington, but yeah, first couple of days, all the, all the best players have a bye in the first round. So we won't watch anyone until like Thursday anyway. So, uh, Who will serve the most aces in Washington? I would say probably Riley Opelka, uh, depending on how far he goes in the tournament. Or Kevin Anderson, maybe. Kevin Anderson. Um, huge result for him. Has 300 points to defend at Washington. Even if he loses early, he will still be ranked 38 uh, in the rankings and did not have any points to defend in Cincinnati or Montreal. Yes, exactly. He's got... He was a runner-up in Washington last year uh, against Zverev, so a lot of points to defend. But also, he gained a lot of points. So he just—he basically gained all the points back. As long as he makes, you know, two or three rounds, which he's got to buy in the first round, so that helps. Uh, he will not lose many points. Ryonich, yeah, Dan. Ryonich probably hit the most aces. Good, good point. Songer is playing tomorrow, four thirty local time. So that's about five thirty my time. <clears throat> but he's not playing. Uh, we probably won't do a live show for the first round matches, uh, but when the seeds start playing, we'll probably do those matches, um, especially when they play each other. 
I think Opelka will serve more aces. Medvedev the second. Fair enough. Uh, or today for you, yes. <laughs> Dimonor, best season so far. Yeah, Daniela, this has been... Even though he's been injured, I mean... He didn't play a lot of, from Indian Wells to Madrid uh, or Portugal. He didn't play for a lot of the season. So to be still in the rankings uh, and playing, you know, and winning titles for someone who hasn't done, you know, he's, he joins the club now with two titles. Not many players have won two titles this year. Uh, so, yeah, he joins that club as well. Do you think Zverev can win, uh, do well at Washington? He's not playing Washington. Uh, Katarina, he's because he played in Hamburg, he's not playing Washington. So we won't see Zverev. He loses all his points, which sucks. And Sitsipas, I think if he wins, Washington, he might actually, uh, yeah, he might actually uh, leapfrog Zverev in the rankings. Rewash Aces says uh, Dan. Uh, this biggest servers in the world play in Washington. Yes, Los Carbos has nothing just for Nini, and uh, same for Kitzbuhul. 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 Bahel. Can't pronounce that. Uh, only has team. Yeah, so the other two tournaments only have one good player. Well, when I say good, I mean one high-ranked player. Uh, Washington has three top 10 players and also a bunch of other really good players too. So Washington's the best out of the three, for sure. Kyrgios Kokonakis are back in Washington, smashing big serves. True. I mean, watch out for Kyrgios. If he gets on a roll, might be decent. Opelka is tall and ace king, yes. Sitsi uh, top speed, the uh, top seed, says Dan, yes. Kokonakis is playing Washington, yeah. Kokonakis is back, he's back. He's got a wild card into uh, Washington, so I'm really keen to watch him there. Also, watch watch out for Jack Sock. Jack Sock uh, might, you know, he's on the comeback. He's back now, and I'm I'm excited to see how he does. Have a good day, thanks, Jacob. Welcome, uh, welcome. Thanks for being here. Have a good one. We'll see you later, uh, hopefully later in the week. Kitzbuhul. 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 I'm probably still butchering that one. Um, but thanks, Dan, for the pronunciation. I'll try and get that right. Opelka is the biggest, uh, best server in the U.S., yes. Uh, Kokonakis has been so unlucky with injuries during his career. Yes, I agree. He has been. It's been shoulder injuries, which are terrible. Terrible uh, to have a shoulder injury. Because uh, you need, you know, might be one of the hardest injuries to have when you're playing tennis. Because, you know, if you've got a shoulder injury, you need your shoulder. If you have leg injuries, you can, you know, or hip injuries, you can modify your game. But if you have a shoulder injury, you can't really do much. Uh, it hurts to serve. It hurts to hit, you know, ground strokes. So you can't really modify your game because the game revolves around using your arm. So, yeah, it's, you know, it sucks for Kokonakis. But hopefully he comes back. Sock could face Pass, yeah. Sock versus Pass will be, we'll definitely do that match as long as it's on at a good time. Uh, as in like, as long as it's not on at a time that I'm not here. But uh, yeah, that'd be awesome if we could watch that one. I'd be so keen to watch. We might have to vote for matches in Washington. Yeah, like I said, um, unless we get to the, uh, you know, from Tuesday to Friday, I, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm busy from, uh, you know, 8.30 onwards. So uh, I've got a busy week this week. But uh, as long as the matches are on at like 4 or 5 in the morning, then we can do those matches. But yeah, I, it's going to suck that some of these matches are going to be night matches, which means I won't be able to watch them uh, or won't be able to do a live show. Uh, you are? Okay, thanks, Dan. <laughs> uh, Chillage will serve aces again. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> thanks for the great show, Dan. Uh, thanks for being here, Dan. Thanks for being a part of the show. 
Uh, Katarina says, I guess the big three don't really play with in smaller tournaments, uh, so others have a chance to win something at least. Yeah. The big players only play the big tournaments because that's how they do their schedule. Smart. Smart scheduling from them. It's very rare that you'll see... Uh, you'll see any of them play a ATP 5, a 250 tournament. I mean, the only time that you see them play ATP 500s are during their, in their home countries. So Federer plays uh, Basel at the end of the year, which is in uh, in Switzerland. So that's his, and that's ATP 500. Nadal plays Barcelona, ATP 500. Both in his, they're both in their home countries. As Dimonor is just about to lift the trophy. Um, yeah, so, and, and Djokovic sometimes plays, uh, oh, and Dubai, sorry, Dubai, uh, Federer plays that as well, so, um, it's very rare they'll play a, a very small tournament, um, so, and that's just because, you know, they don't need to, they don't need to play. So you're busy during the mornings? Yeah, yeah, so, uh, today's my first, my only day that I'm not busy, uh, which sucks because, you know, <laughs> there's no, uh, no Washington matches on right now, or there are, but there's no, no matches worth watching right now. But I will be free on the weekend. So uh, Saturday, which I think is quarterfinal day. Sunday, which will be, uh, for me anyway, Sunday, which will be uh, semifinal day. And Monday for the final, I'll be free. So we'll, we'll watch those three days. See you later, Daniela. Thank you. Killian, what's going on? Um, big three are older. Yeah, old, older, yeah. Uh, how many tie breaks will we see in Washington? A lot. Uh, especially from the big servers. Um, he might be taking up swimming in his recovery. Says, learning or basic? Uh, who are you referring to? When are the, when are night match, when the night matches is going on? Yeah, uh, that would be in the morning. Uh, what's on in the mornings? Uh, busy during what? Just work? Yeah, I've just got, you know, other things going on. Uh, I've got a, I've got a few meetings during the week with, you know, with secret stuff going on. So all to do with the channel as well. So it's really, um, you know, it's all for the benefit of the channel. So as much as I would love to do every single, uh, every single match, uh, every single day, sometimes life gets in the way. And this week, life is getting in the way. <laughs> only, only though, if, uh, if the scheduling of the tournament, uh, scheduling of the, uh, of the matches is that, you know, is un, un uh, what do you call it? Un, unfavorable to us so as long as the matches are you know if the matches are on at 5 a.m 4 a.m my time i'm gonna wake up and do them because that's what we do on this channel but yeah so different time zones for everyone it's be tough yeah exactly and i mean like you know what is it 12 30 in the morning one o'clock in the morning in in sweden so uh yeah america the american time zone is going to be tough for a lot of us but we'll, we we do it anyway because we love the game killian says i'm french what's going on I don't think we've got many people from France, so welcome. Um, good luck with that. Yeah, thank you, Statman Pat. Yes, thank you, guys. Uh, it's all going to be fun, I, and we'll, we'll talk about it later. We've got a big announcement coming up this week. Uh, I won't say anything yet, but uh, I'm really excited about what's happening this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, yeah, don't forget we are on Twitch as well. So uh, you click that link, go over to Twitch. Make sure you follow us on Twitch as well, because like I said, we're going to be doing some other content. So if life gets in the way... Of these, uh, of these live shows, then we're going to make up for it on Twitch. Uh, you know, during times where I'm free, so uh, we'll go over on Twitch and we'll do some stuff there. So make sure you go and follow us on Twitch. 
Uh, Kokonakis is recovering in, by swimming. Okay, that's good. Thanks for learning our basic. I'm really keen to watch. He's one of those players that it's almost like he's a hybrid of Diminor and Kyrgios. He's got the game of Kyrgios, but he has the uh, the fight of uh, Diminor. So Kokonakis, if he's healthy, uh, is one of the one of the most uh, promising players because of he's got the game and the mentality. So hopefully he gets back. Uh, the roofs in Washington must be higher. The tallest players in the world are there. Yes. <laughs> My husband is Nigerian, says May. That's awesome. <clears throat> awesome to see. That's great. What's going on, May, by the way? I don't think I saw you before, so welcome back. The US hardcore matches is going on here from the evenings to 3 in the morning. Yeah, and then we've got it like 1 in the morning till 11, p- uh, 11 a.m. So uh, I'll wake up and there'll be a lot of matches on. But don't worry. During the US Open, we'll do a lot of matches. A lot of matches during the US Open. Uh, I've I blocked out that schedule for you know for for uh, for this sh- this channel. It gets priority over life uh, during that time. So yeah, well you know obviously there's some exceptions, but uh, knock on wood, nothing happens. We will be doing every single day of the US Open. Uh, yeah, what's going on, Winston? Um, the US Open hardcore match. Yep, uh, Kokonakis has. Serve is effing big. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right, Diminor is just about to lift the trophy. Second title for him. He uh, won this one, 6-3, 7-6. Pardon me. Uh, So a great win for him, a great win to start off a Monday morning in Australia. We have a champion. And a great way to start off the US Open Hardcourt Series. This is the first official tournament of the series. Uh, so Diminor is the first winner of the ATP uh, of the uh, hardcourt season. So uh, the US Open hardcourt season. Um, hopefully we can have Opelka versus Isner in the first round of the US Open. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch. Tiebreak Central. I've got to make the tiebreak game worth something for that one. <laughs> yeah, the US Open is going to be tough for me because I have the last year of school and then I will graduate. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. I think a lot of people like... Uh, Josh Carter, he has school. WWE talk show, Scott School. I think Gene is also, he's not here because I think he's asleep. But uh, And that's because of the time zones. Uh, so there's a lot of people that have school. Also work. A lot of people have work. But if you work in an office, make sure you put us on YouTube and uh, listen to us. Because, uh, you know, it'll feel like you're not at work. <laughs> Be a little bit sneaky that way. Just don't get fired. <laughs> uh, Katarina says, who do you think besides the big three is the best hardcore player currently? Um, City Pass. City Pass is the number. Is the uh, City Pass and team? I would say are probably even, but I would say I would lean towards City Pass because he's been uh, he he got to the semifinals of the Australian Open, and also um, has won a couple of titles on hard courts. Uh, won a, a title on hard court. Team had the Masters one thousand win in. Indian Wells, but besides that, his hardcourt form hasn't been very good. So uh, I would say City Pass, but very close with Team. Let me know in the chat if there's anyone I missed, but I think those two guys have been the best outside the big three on hardcourt so far. Um, best hardcourt player besides is Delpo. Yeah, but currently, uh, Delpo is not currently the best out of the, outside the three because he hasn't been around. Uh, he's been injured, so uh, currently. I have school as well, but having holidays now. So Max is Max has school, but he's also on holidays. I will listen to you, Cam, if I am in school or at home. Awesome, Statman Pat. Thank you. 
you are a legend. That's why you are Statman Pat because you're our uh, you're a you are our resident Statman because you're here every time. You're here every show. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Chillage bigger serve than Anderson. Yep. Curious to see how Aussie newspapers headline it. Uh, yeah, I would say they would pump him. It's weird. Whenever uh, whenever Kyrgios does something, they don't talk about it. When he does something good, they don't talk about it. Whenever Dimonor does something, they talk about it like it's uh, like he's won a slam. But that's a good thing, you know. Eventually, they'll get on to um, they'll get on to Kyrgios and they'll be fa- be fans of him. But the media just you know they're very strange. But it's a great thing for tennis for Australia uh, for for an Aussie to win a title. It's very rare that it happens these days on the men's side. Uh, but you know it's good that we've got a couple of good players coming up now. Um. Max likes to compare big servers. Yeah, Max. Yes, I know. <laughs> we have a lot of conversations about best, biggest servers, best servers, stuff like that. Uh, curious to see. Yep. Uh, sup, Danny. What's going on, Danny P in the house? We have a great chat on the Discord as well, right, uh, Cam? Yes, we definitely do. Uh, yeah, so join the Discord. Uh, we have a group chat Discord, but we don't. there's not too much conversation. I think there's only like 12 people in there, but... Uh, uh, guys like Ange are in there, uh, Statman Pat's in there. So definitely join the Discord because that's where we can have some of these conversations offline as well. So uh, definitely jump over there uh, if you haven't already. Uh, I know the surprise of next week, but I'm not telling. Yeah, Statman Pat knows because uh, uh, I, I told him when we're having a chat offline. But uh, yeah, it's. It, I'm hoping I can announce it tomorrow uh, or the next day. But uh, yeah, I'm... I'm you can tell by my smile, the grin on my face. I mean, I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. And I hope you guys will be too, because it's a huge deal for the channel. Like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Kind of a big deal. Uh, well, it really is. Um, we're, going, we're, we're, we're going places. <laughs> um, Karlovich versus Medvedev is a potential match. Yes, Max, it is. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Uh, I think Karlovich will serve more aces. Uh, do, you th- uh, do they still give a bonus for the winner... Uh, for the best U.S. Open, uh, sorry, do they still get bonus prize for the U.S. Open series at the U.S. Open? I'd, I'd say they, I'd, I'd say they will, uh, because there's logos all around the court saying U.S. Open series. So I would say they probably do. So uh, if if people don't know what that is, uh, I, I think they do. But they used to back in the day that the tournaments that were under the U.S. Open series, which was this tournament, uh, the Masters 1000 tournaments. Um, also, I think Winston Salem, uh, which is a 250 tournament later in the uh, later in the series, whoever got the most points out of all of those tournaments combined uh, would get an extra prize money at the U.S. Open. I think they'd get like I don't know if it was double prize money or if like an extra fifty thousand dollars or something like that. But if you had a good series, uh, you would go to the U.S. Open, you'd get extra prize money. So uh, that's what they used to do with the Open series. I think they still do it because they are promoting it a lot. So uh, yeah, so. Um, Dimonor is the number one at the moment because he's got the most points from the series. So he'll be up in the leaderboard. I think you can go to check on US Open, uh, their website, and they might have it up there. So we'll, we'll look into that, Katarina. But yeah. How do I join the Discord, Max? So um, I think if there's no link down in the description below, maybe Statman Pat can chuck a link up because um, I have it on my phone, so I can't... I, I, I need to log in and stuff here. But... Uh, I think you can go to, if you can't, uh, you can't find it, go to Twitch and it's on our Twitch channel. So click the link down below to go to Twitch and then under the under the video for Twitch, it says Discord. You can click on there and join. Um, 
Amazing Evo still plays. Yeah, he's like 40 years old, Dan. And he, I mean, he, those big servers, they can either break down or they can play forever because they've got the big serve. You'll never lose your height. So um, we are talking just about everything on Discord, having great chats. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Uh, Medvedev Karlovich serving at aces at 220 plus. Yes. Cam, we need to play a game. Oh. Goat. Thank you, Brawl Stars. Appreciate it. Welcome. Uh, we got a couple of new subscribers tonight, or today. <laughs> tonight. So used to uh, doing these at night. Uh, yeah, so we got a couple of new subscribers. Thanks, Brawl Stars. Appreciate it. Make sure you uh, you come back for, uh, for the next couple of streams, because we're going to be doing these a lot, even though we already do it a lot, but we're going to do it a lot more during the Grand Slam, uh, the Majors. Um, can you send, yeah, I'll send you the link on Instagram. Yep. Uh, for example, in 2008, when somebody got the first prize, the U S open series, they got about a million dollars bonus or something, but I don't know yet. Or they want a car. Did someone win a car, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, the U S open series, I'm pretty sure is still alive. It would be, it would be much more beneficial if, uh, if you got extra points, if you win the series and you got like, 500 of maybe yeah 500 ranking points maybe there's something to that but then again if you you know if you win the series you probably got a lot of points anyway uh, so the money might be worth more i don't know uh do you like opelka in his game danny p yeah i love opelka in his game i think opelka uh he's got a huge serve and he's got great ground strokes so uh dangerous player so definitely one to watch and uh, i'm a big fan of opelka have been all year Um, what else we got? Uh, if they win the U.S. Open, oh, okay. So if you win the U.S. Open, then you get the extra prize money. Is that right? I'm not sure. I'll look into it and I'll get back to you guys. Especially, uh, yeah, because uh, that's a big deal. You know, uh, the U.S. Open series. Uh, oh yeah, when Federer won the first prize U.S. Open series, he got a Lexus. <laughs> yeah, uh, they usually give out cars in tennis when you win. Like I think if you win Stuttgart, you get a Mercedes. <laughs> like. Pretty awesome. Uh, you should make a video of yourself playing tennis, says Katarina. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I've, I've got some ideas about that. Uh, there is actually a video on the channel of me playing tennis. It's me using a ball machine, uh, doing a little bit of a, a review. So you can see a little bit of a snapshot of me playing tennis, but it's not uh, It's not like uh, playing a match. But uh, I've, got a, I've got a couple of ideas um, floating around that maybe I'll... Uh, I'll take out, you know, I got to, I got to get a, um, I've got to get a camera that I can actually take out to a tennis court, because this camera here is uh, way too expensive to, to have it on a court. Uh, but I might get a, a little like GoPro or something, and put it on the court, and then actually film some of me playing some matches. So, uh, yeah, that could be coming soon. Could be coming soon. Uh, Isner is unworthy of being top ranked American. He can't beat Opelka. Yeah, fair enough, Max. Uh, Dan says, uh, Redick extra money if won the series yeah it is pretty ridiculous uh but a lot of money too uh but i mean like you got to think of it like this if you win that series it means that you probably played you've won at least one or two titles and you've played really well at the big tournaments atp masters 1000s uh so you deserve the extra money because uh you know because you played really really well at the biggest events in, in the lead up so it's a ridiculous amount but i mean well deserved if you're uh Especially if you're a, a, a smaller player, like a lower ranked player, uh, and you win it. 
Uh, we should have an ace counter. Yeah, for, yeah, that could be true. Oh, probably. Uh, yeah, we should have an ace counter. That'd be awesome. Uh, we should do that. We should do like an ace prediction at the start of a match and then see who wins at the end of the match. Maybe give away some prizes eventually. Uh, yes, says Danny. Yep. Uh, ridiculous amount of money for sure. Uh, we always need to guess who serves most aces when there's two serve bots. Yes. Uh, love that one-handed backhand you had in the video cam. Yeah, thanks, Statman Pat. That's my favorite shot. Favorite shot is the one-handed backhand, so uh, you'll be seeing a lot of those. Uh, can Federer be considered a serve bot? Nope. Uh, we're not a... Uh, it depends what you mean by serve bot. Serve bot has a... a serve bot, I thought, was you're only... Well, serve bot means you're an automatic good server, right? So serve bot has that n negative kind of negative behind it because it feels like oh you can only serve you're only good at serves but uh serve bot you mean if you have a good serve automatic serve federer's got a pretty automatic serve so you could call him a serve bot for that but he's not only just a server so uh yeah i don't yes it depends what you mean by serve bot uh give it to me cam the ace predictions yeah so what we might do is um yeah we might do uh, at the start of each match when there's big servers in play like we do with the predictions for the uh, tiebreak game Everyone can put in their prediction for the uh, how many aces are going to be served, and then maybe at the end of the end of the match, uh, we can we can see who won uh, won that, and then you know maybe do some uh, do some fun stuff down the track when uh, you know like I said, when big things start happening on the channel a little bit a little bit more uh, frequently in the next couple of months. Uh, we've got a lot of things in the works on this channel, so uh, I changed from two handed to one handed backhand about a year ago. My favorite. Ground stroke, yeah, exactly. I just could never hit a two-handed backhand; it was so restrictive. Uh, so I, you know, even when I was when I first started playing, everyone they all told me, all the coaches said, two hands on the racket, two hands on the racket. I just couldn't do it. And then, uh, and I've played with a one-handed backhand ever since. And um, yeah, and I can hit a two-handed backhand, but it looks terrible. Uh, but yeah, one-handed backhand all the way for me. Serve bot means player serves a lot of aces. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, serve bot. Yeah, he's probably a serve bot. Sampras also changed from two hands to one hand when he was 14. At first, his backhand was very weak. Uh, but when opponents hit to his backhand, it changed tremendously. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Sampras's backhand was very... It looks really awkward, but it's super effective. Uh, didn't Nadal have a lot of aces against Kyrgios, says Danny P? I think so. Yeah, maybe uh, Max can... Let us know what happened with that one. Uh, top 15 rankings haven't been really changed. Medvedev just sneaky getting up there. Your thoughts? Learning on basic, that is a great way to go into the next, uh, go and look at the rankings. Thank you for reminding me. All right, so let's go to the rankings because these are updated. These are live rankings. So let's see if they actually updated for Diminor. Um, we'll just refresh the page. We did go through the rankings yesterday, but there have been results overnight that have changed it. So let's just refresh the page. There we go. All right, so as you can see, no change in the top 10 besides uh, Fanini and Medvedev swapping, but they're on the same point. So, I mean, who is really number nine and who's number 10? They're both the same. So a uh, little bit of a change there. Uh, nothing really changing. Uh, Chorich goes up one. Isna goes down one. Uh, so that's happened down there. Uh, Berrettini, he lost a lot of points this week because he didn't defend the title in Gustard. So he drops down three spots. Everyone goes up one. Diminor goes up to 25 in the world, goes up nine spots. So he's only 
He's only one away from his career high. Uh, you would expect that he's going to be seeded at the US Open at that point. Uh, and then let's go to Taylor Fritz. Career high, first time ever in the top 30. Uh, 28 in the uh, world now, 130 points, four spots. Great, uh, great work for Taylor Fritz. Is he the, he's the number one American or number two American behind uh, John Isner? Alex Diminor, the number one Australian. Uh, you got uh, guys dropping down, mainly because those other two guys leapfrogged everybody. Uh, you got Jera, he dropped down five spots. Uh, no real change there. Opelka, he gets into the top 50 for the first time. He goes up 14 spots to number 43, career high for him. So that is good to see the big serving Americans are doing their thing. And then here's some interesting stats, uh, interesting changes here. Uh, you got Karina Busta, he gets into the top 50 again. Goes up 12 spots. Krajanovic, he's number 48. He goes up 10 spots into the top 50. And Rublev, after making the final over in uh, Hamburg, he gets up to number 20. Uh, sorry, he goes up 29 spots, number 49, back inside the top 50 uh, after those injuries kept him out. Uh, big falls. Uh, Jarry falls down 17 spots. So uh, that's only because he didn't play, uh, he didn't recover the points that he lost. Uh, in Hamburg, losing first round to Zverev. Uh, besides that, I think we don't have many other people. I mean, Ramos Manolas goes up 17 spots going uh, because of all the points he won uh, over in um, uh, Gestad. And then uh, besides that, I think that's about it. I mean, Mayer drops down 30 spots. That's pretty bad uh, for him. But that's because he made the final of Hamburg, I think, last year. Uh, and besides that, eight spots, Bedini, eh, not too many. And Tomic gets into the first, uh, gets into the top 50, uh, 100. So, whoop de do. <laughs> Even though he, he tried not to. He tried so hard to lose, and he still somehow got up 10 spots. So, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, let's, let's answer some last questions, and then I'm going to go get some Here's breakfast, because I'm The question, jerk! All right. Um, didn't Nadal have more aces? Uh... Did we answer that question? Someone answer that question about Nadal having more aces than Kyrgios in the Wimbledon match? Um, when I played two-handed backhand, I lost my power. Yes. Uh, Jerry and Struff, big servers. Yes. Query should be higher ranked, says Danny P. Yeah. Uh, Sam Query just needs to convert his game and be more consistent on hard courts because he has a great uh, great grass court game but he just doesn't win the hard court matches so maybe if he can do better on hard courts he will uh hope opelka doesn't get seated uh query just doesn't play a lot of tournaments edberg when he was younger he was a baseliner like borg 200 backhand changed to one hands uh when he was 16 and changed from baseliner to serve volley that's a big change big big change all right so thank you everybody for joining us uh it's been a good one to do it was a nice little match uh, good little taste of what we're going to actually see in the next couple of months at the US Open and all that kind of stuff. So uh, thanks for staying up late if you were staying up. Thanks for getting up early if you got up early. Or thanks for just being here if you're in another country. Uh, Alex Diminor winning his second career title and second title of the year. 6-3, 7-6 against Taylor Fritz. Uh, dominant effort from the young Aussie. Uh, good to see uh, as from an Aussie perspective. Aussie's doing well. Uh, obviously, Ash Barty does well. But Alex Diminor on the men's side, uh, holding uh, or flying the flag for us. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Don't forget to like the video on the way out. We will see you in Washington in the next couple of days. Don't forget, we have videos out on the channel uh, in the next couple of days as well because we do have uh, draw previews coming out for this week. So make sure you watch those ones as well. Um, 
yeah, and thank you. Shout out to everybody. Thanks, Satman Pat, as always, for being here. Uh, thanks, Danny P. Daniela was here before. Thanks, Learning or Basic. Thanks, Max. Uh, Katarina, as always, thank you for being here. Um, thank you, Dan DeCastro. Going through the list now. Let's see who else has been here. Uh, Winston, thank you. Hope you're still here. Uh, WWE Talk Show. Uh, Leech. Uh, who else have I missed? I think Derek was here before as well. Uh, if I did miss you, make sure that you uh, let me know. Thanks, Jacob, as well. Brawl Stars, thanks for subscribing. Um, and Fabmeister as well, thanks for being here. And I think I've get, gotten through pretty much every single person that I can remember. Uh, and thanks, John, as well, for being here as well. Thanks, everybody. And thanks, everyone who was watching as well that maybe not didn't comment, but uh, appreciate everyone watching. Uh, so, yeah. So this was the final of Atlanta. Alex Dimonor winning this one in straight sets to win his second title. We will see you all in Washington in the next couple of days. I'll see you guys soon.